Hey everyone, and welcome to Comics from the Multiverse, the DC Comics podcast from Mailed Fuzz TV. I am Peter, and I am joined, as always, by Matt. Hey, what's up, people? And also here... Matt, I've forgotten his name. What's his, what's his name again? You mean Connor? This is yeah. not the Connor I've been referring to. That, that, like, it's, he was the, here last week. The name slips my mind. Just, uh, just, <clears throat> just upsetting the tone. I'm setting the tone for... Yeah, this this guy? Right here? <laughs> Matt is so out of sync with his camera, it's unreal. That, yeah. that, that, yeah. is like, that is like five seconds of difference. <laughs> I, I was waiting for something else to happen. And, no. But, like, you know what? I was, I was expecting that introduction to be just a, a another insult, but instead it, it was... It it was at at Matt's expense, not mine. Yeah, yeah. Us. I mean, it's what, apropos. Yeah, it's because I mean, you you. I mean, it almost sounds insulting that I'm I'm pretending to forget your name, but it's not. It's got nothing to do with yeah, you. Yeah, because we know, you know. I know the context. Of yeah, it, it's not actually about me. That's very true. Yeah, but that that's Connor. And I'm going to say this might be the best episode of this show ever, because when we get to Detective Comics this week, oh boy, I am going to bask. I am going to bask in it. Oh yes. So, uh, yeah, we talk about this DC guy. Comics. This guy. Uh huh. Yeah. So the books we're going to talk about this week on the show are Dark Knight's Metal Number Three. We got Detective Comics Nine Six Six, Action Comics Nine Eight Nine, Wonder Woman Thirty Two, The Flash Thirty Two, Mister Miracle Number Three, Supergirl Fourteen, and New Superman Number Sixteen. We mentioned a few weeks ago that we'd be trimming a couple of books from week two, uh, just because there's too many books on week two, and we want to get them all into the showdown a little bit. Uh, that said, I still plan on reading the other books that I didn't that I normally talk about on this. Uh, on this week, but I haven't got to them yet because when I didn't have the deadline, I didn't feel the need to squeeze them in beforehand. Huh? See how that works? That's weird. Oh, Matt's in sync. Whoa, that was almost weird. <laughs> I was almost used to the the, the mouth not moving so, as he talked. So now I can point like this to Connor, and mm-hmm. it and it works. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Whoa. It does. Technology. Uh, Pretty uh, sure my computer's been taken over by the murder machine. Very possible. Very possible. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, little, little uh, update. I have a button now. Uh, David Shaw, our patron, who made the buttons, made me a button. This, this is news to me. I assume this is news to Matt as well. Oh yeah, I've not. Yep. I've not. No, it's kept this quiet. The audio. Yeah, but he gets to push the button. This is like the. I have a button that lets me zap myself, but I'm never gonna push it. I think when we tell him he has to put the button on, then he has he has to go. All right, mm-hmm. fine. Well, yeah, for the audio listeners, because they never get to see the effect of this. We kind of need to have them, they need to have a sound effect as well, just so the audio people get the benefit of them. But the buttons that we talk about are basically, you know, when Connor's annoying me, I'll press the Connor button, and on the video version, it comes up saying, I heart Red Hood. Uh, it's glorious, over his face. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not really over my face, it's off to the side. I was ballparking now- it. Stop. Give him time, it'll show up over your face. Oh yeah, I, I will try. I will try. I'll motion track it to your face if you want me to. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I have a button now, uh, and my button as as follows. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's true, <laughs> and I know it says something under that, but it looks like it's just part of your bookshelf. So um, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I I may have very very specifically chosen that location so that you could make out that word a bit better <laughs> uh, make yeah. sure there's you know light, light bit underneath just so you can make out that final word so for the audio people what it says is I love dick and then in very small text underneath it. that it says Grayson but yeah so I have a button now 
So we're all equals. We all have um, buttons. We're gonna have to update my button. Thank you, <laughs> David. If you would be so kind. What? You mean like this? I was going to save that for when we talked about the book, but the fact that he actually oh, asked for a new button, it was just too good yeah. not to use it at this moment. Yeah, that's oh. well, well done. Uh. Oh man, you can leave it up the whole time. I mean, just let's get it off my face a little, but yeah, because <laughs> I am stoked. For the audio yeah. folk, his new button now says they finally wrote a comic book about my imaginary friend, Connor Kent. Kind of. Not just my imaginary friend, but another character's imaginary friend. <laughs> Who, oh. things, you know, aside, is like a legit character. So, like, this gives credibility, finally. A legit, uh, unlike those illegitimate characters that we, we keep talking about. Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, so so that's that's everything's coming up this week. Uh, big books talking about metal, coming up Millhouse. metal, Oz Effect, Lonely Place of Living, all these things. Uh, a couple of quick tidbits of news, which I, I didn't even bother writing down. I'm just going to do them from memory because I thought, yeah, I'll mention them because it's going to mess one of these up. Probably, probably, yeah. but just a couple of things. Just a couple <laughs> of things. Uh, first of all, uh, they announced a Swamp Thing special. Uh, this is the holiday special cool. that's coming. And it's comprised of two stories. One is a new story by Tom King. Uh, with art by Jason Fabic, So that's pretty cool. Uh, and then the other one is actually one that Len Wein wrote before he died. Uh, it'll be a final story by him. So it was meant to be the start of a new miniseries. But obviously the rest of it yeah, doesn't exist. It was meant to be a sequel to that one last year. Uh, the, the, yeah, the last yeah I didn't read that. <clears throat> I did. It was, it was, it was alright. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so, so that'll be a nice little uh, thing as as Matt sniffles into the, the mic. Like a... I thought I, I thought I hit the mute button. Uh, clearly, uh, I did not. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a shambles. If this is someone's first episode, they listen to this first five minutes and they go, "You know what? No, I'm out. These guys are awful." L- let's be honest, though. This is basically us in our purest form. So, uh, welcome. <laughs> Matt, Matt's ten minutes out of sync. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sniffling at the mic. He, he, he's given up on airs and graces. He's like, nah, if they don't like us now, then forget it. Man, I'm actually getting kind of used to the fact that I hear what he's doing, like, you know, 10 seconds before <laughs> I see it happen. It's weird. Am I back not in sync? Oh, you're back now. But oh, you're all over the place. Yeah, it's going to end yeah, I have you guys on the small window because this out of sync was driving me nuts, so yeah, I you, can't really tell. You're kind of back in now, but it's it's it's... it's, it's Push and go. We'll, we'll see how it, how it plays out. Uh, but anyway, so I, a couple of bits of news. Uh, so yeah, the Swamp Thing thing, I mentioned that. Uh, the other thing was the Marv Wolfman's doing another Raven mini. It's a sequel to the previous mini that he did already, that six-issue one that we covered some of. We kind of all fell away from it around issue four. Uh, this one's a 12-issue one. It's a maxi-series. It's going to be a year long. The t- I should have looked this up. The title, I can't remember. It was like Raven, Daughter of Darkness, I think. Christ, I told you you were going to screw this up. I, I can't wait to not read this. I'll give it a try. I, li- <laughs> I like Raven enough, and I didn't hate that last mini. It wasn't good, but I'm like, I've, I've got hope. What can I say? Did Did you go back and finish it? Because I never did. Yeah, I did, but okay. it was a while ago now, so I don't really remember it that well. <laughs> well, it, it wasn't particularly memorable. I'll, I'll give it that. Hmm. Uh, so that was it. That, that was the that was the news tidbits. No, nothing big, nothing super big, but a couple of small things. Uh, 
Which I guess just is because they've got Doomsday Clock coming out in November. They don't need uh, other big things to be advertising and no. pushing on yep. people. They've got their they've got their tent pole. All right, uh, but with that, um, yeah, we got into we got into books. Why not? Let's just hit the ground running. We got we got big stuff. Uh, so Dark Knight's Metal Number Three, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo, issue three of the event, um, and it does actually take place after that that crossover the the, the resistance yeah. crossover which is pretty cool Every, everything kind of feels like it's working as an event in a very kind of natural way where everything feels like it is kind of tying in together and it feels yeah. like the events of the one shots and the mini up until now or the crossover i should say not the mini and uh, i kind of, i kind of want to hear from people that if they didn't read gotham resistance how it read because hmm. i mean yeah it's kind of important and they touch on some things but you know I don't know because we we all read it. So I don't, I don't think ultimately it'll have that much impact because all the information that is relevant, I think, is brought up in this issue. It's brought up, but, but it think... was just it was a lot of fun. So you yeah. should have read it. I, I think yeah. the, the way it, the way it will be if you've not read the uh, the the crossover is that some of the things they bring up in this issue will feel like they just sort of they, they almost feel too quick. It's like oh yeah, nth metal hurts them. We found that out. Yeah. If you haven't read the crossover, that'll just kind of feel like oh, I guess we know that. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of on you though, isn't it? If if there's if it, I feel like a crossover if it's if it's marked as no this is a tie in this is part of this story it's on the checklist and you choose to skip that if you miss information from it that's kind of on yeah your... but like one 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 of my good brothers uh, he wasn't reading any of those other books uh, and then he read Metal three and now is going back to to read the rest you know so that was just basically out of not wanting to spend the extra money you know what I, I mean. Think... I think, honestly, I think that's a weird... I mean, it is kind of on the reader, but at the same time, I don't think readers should feel forced to read tie-ins. Well, but, at mean, the right. but at the same time, this is, this is the kind of like the complex issue with it is... Mm-hmm. I think you're kind of damned if you do and damned if you don't. If it felt like the crossover was, you know, completely unnecessary and didn't add anything to it, it'd be like, okay, what was the point of it? But when it does feel necessary, it feels like people who didn't read the crossover feel like they're they're being shortchanged in some way. Right. So, right. so you have this two-sided thing. So I think it's weird to... No, but here's the thing. In this one, I don't think it's necessary because it still gives you the information. You just don't get the context of how did we learn this? Where did this come from? That then is on you. That's backstory that is somewhere else that you can choose to read or not read. You're still presented all the information you need here. Wait, oh, you're presented you, mean you have it. a choice to read these? I did not know that. <laughs> well, you don't have a choice. You don't, no. <laughs> no I know. I, that's um... why I was making a joke. <laughs> Um, but uh, well, yeah, yeah. But I just, it, it, yeah, the information is there, but it's not exactly. It, it is purely just a bit of exposition in this, as opposed to actually experiencing it as it was, you know, discovered by the characters. Um, so, well, and I'm glad they didn't try to double back on it, you know, and show us what the Gotham Resistance people were doing in the page of this, because then it would have felt like uh, Final Crisis, where we had to watch Dark Side die three different times. Oh yeah, it, it doesn't dwell seen... on it. It, it what, someone mentions it, it's like yeah, we found out this, and then they just move on. Like, and that's right. where I think that if you haven't been reading the, the other stuff, is that it will feel really quick and just kind of almost just a. It's like okay, I guess we know that, fine, and then you just yeah. move on. Which again I mean, isn't really I mean, a complaint as such, which is why the the way I'm looking at it is the main issues to, to put this in context of metal and music as an album. The main issues are the they're the singles that you know everyone hears. And then all the other bits; those are the the rest of it that make up the flow the of the cuts. album. Yeah. I'm on sure. topic. 
Stop, uh, stop giving me that look. It's just, it's just, it's, uh, pretentious isn't the right word, but there's, there's a word, <laughs> I'm looking for a word to describe my distaste of what you I, just said. I, I got you, Connor. It's, Thank you. Yeah, it landed with me. Pete strikes me as the type of guy that doesn't get the whole album. He just gets the singles. That's why. I know. I like sometimes my favorite songs on an album are the ones that aren't the singles. So I always try the, the full things. Uh, but I am the person who will happily delete the ones, the tracks I don't like once I've sampled the Save whole thing. That. No, because now you that ruins the whole flow of the album. I, I really don't care. I don't listen to things as albums. I, I find what tracks I like and I listen to those tracks. Oh. That's it. There's almost Anyways. no albums in existence that I like every track on the album. Moving yeah, on. Sometimes I really hate you. <laughs> but Pete loves dick. Hit that button. <laughs> Alright, I'll hit the button for Matt since he's, <laughs> since he's, he's requested it so nicely. I think Matt's just excited that you've got a button. Yep. Okay, uh, so what actually so happened? So what this happens issue? in Metal Three besides we, you know, the the Gotham Resistance, you know, share yeah, they're that there. They can yeah, well, metal. basically everything we've been hinting at in the one shots and, and Resistance as well for the last like three or four weeks, where fate's been showing up and like grabbing the heroes and like yep. taking them, you know, out of protection. We actually see where they're going. They've been going to mm-hmm. the Oblivion Bar. Uh, yeah. Where Fate and the other Nth Metal connected, uh, end, you know, heroes, you know, him and uh, Plastic Man, and who's the other one? There was three. Well, you had the um, Detective Chimp was there. Yeah, the guy that runs the Oblivion Bar was there. No, no, no I'm, uh, I'm talking about the, it was Fate, Plastic Man, and someone else. It like, sort of made sure this place was undetectable up until now. There was like yeah. three Nth Metal related characters. Uh, Steel. Was it Steel? Okay, there Steel. You go. Still, um, which that was new to me. Uh, I, I followed Superman for a long time. I didn't realize his hammer was nth metal, but cool. Me either. But I was just like, yeah, it makes sense, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll go with it. Why not? It works. Uh, so yeah, so so I feel like you know the, the Resistance crossover and the one shots all kind of play down because they sort of bring all that up. This is everything that's been happening while Superman and Wonder Woman have been on this tower, one of the towers of all these people that we've been seeing, and. We start off with Superman. He's basically just reliving these nightmares over and over again. As he's, yep. he's acting out. He's like trying to fight Barbados, and every time he fails in some way. He's, and we see like quick glimpses of like alternate times. The main one we see at the start, though, is at like a picnic where John and and Damien are playing rock music just to tie it into the metal. Uh, I love theme. Damien's outfit. Yep. <laughs> so good. I mean, yeah, but I also love John's because it's so grunge. Like, yeah, no, that's true. The flannel, you know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, but but they're playing the '60s theme song, which yeah, this has got to be the first time in a Batman comic they've referenced that. It can't right? be the first time. Sure. I mean, uh, at this level, like, I'm, I'm also not talking like a backup. Yeah, yeah, and, you I'm, know? and I'm fairly certain it's not the last time in this book that's references it either, because mm-hmm. uh, later on there's a jukebox and the character says, "Play B66." Which I'm fairly yeah. certain is a reference yeah. to that. And and I mentioned yeah. one. I think it was uh, last week with the the mayor's office. Yep. It looks like well, that was in um, wasn't that in White Knight? Ah, uh, yeah, it was White Knight. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought, I, I thought it was in the speci- resistance thing for some no, reason. I'm just more specifically talking about that theme song that everybody knows. Yeah. That I don't want to sing because, you know. Yeah, don't do it. No. So. But no, I really like this scene because I was like, well, is this like post, you know, metal? Like, are we getting a bit of things? 
and then it instantly just drops out. Like it's like that scene in the horror movie where they realize it's a dream, but it's a nightmare. You know? Yeah. I I, I love how into it Lois is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just yeah. It this is the first time up. being a mom, she's been able to like cut loose and get hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she, she she decides to get hammered when it's her, her kids are playing some rock music. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Out in the lawn. That, that's that's when that's when she gets hammered. <laughs> but yeah, um, and so the the whole thing with Bruce though, like he has this weird like monologue about the war that we just fought, and that was my first thing going like, what is going on here? This is not right. And yeah. I think that where where it goes from there perfectly, like Snyder, feels the first time I felt Snyder's been on top of things in a good long while, even in the first two issues. Like I felt this at the dread, you know, from yeah. from the jump point. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but they wake up and he realizes what's going on. We see that you know regular characters have been turned into these weird doomsday-looking beasts. He sees Jimmy. Apparently Lois is one of them as well. And Obviously, we're going to fix all this by the end of the story, but uh, he's like, wait, where's Barbados? Like, I, I know I need to beat him. Where is he? And Wonder Woman's like, well, Gotham, but it's not a good idea. We need to regroup Clark and do things. And, no, I'm flying off. And he, he, he zooms off to... And I love that he's just flying to Gotham. It's actually one of my favourite panels in the book. It's like... It reminds me a little bit of... Uh, you remember in the Godzilla movie, the new one, where they're going into the city, and it's like they're going mm-hmm. into hell? The Him flying yep. towards Gotham kind of looks like that, where it's just all this black smoke, and you can just mm-hmm. see the mountain yep. in the middle. It just it feels like he's flying into like you know the, the hell. And, and, and weird Joker dragons that breathe green fire. I love like, them. What, what's that about? <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't care. It's th- th- That kind of exemplifies this, this series yeah. of just... Nah, it's metal. It's cool. Let's just let's yeah. just do it. There's no reason. Yeah, and then and he ends up. He's in the sort of the purple clouds, and he's fighting the Devastator. And also, is that a bit of meta commentary about Doomsday and Superman? With the uh, same thing with you as always, less talking, more punching. I don't know. Mm. Mm, could be. Yeah, I don't know. It lands in Mister Freeze's zone, and that's when the Batman who laughs and the rest of them show up. And uh, basically, Superman's getting beat. Like he he yeah. he is going down, and it's actually Flash that speeds out of the the fate portal once again and takes them to where everyone else is, which is when we get to yeah. the Oblivion Bar, uh, which is yeah, obviously where they all regroup. I mean, a lot of this issue is them basically acknowledging, okay, this is everything that's happened, this is what's going down, mm-hmm. everything that happened in issue one and two, everything that happened in the crossovers and the tie-ins up until now, this is what we're dealing with, this is what we have to put up with, um, and they form a plan. Kendra's there, and you know, uh, Detective Chimps there, you know, all these people. And yeah. there's some good beats in here. I, I like that Nightwing's there, and it's like Nightwing's kind of like he's, he's kind of the leader of the ones who are in the resistance stuff. And Superman and yep. him kind of like, oh, you look like hell, Dick. Like what? What? What's going on? And like, I like the confrontation where Superman wants to find Batman because they, they basically decide, okay, right, we need more nth metal because you know Green Arrow's like mm-hmm. this is this hurt them, this hurt them in in Gotham. We can fight them with yep. this. And Damien, being the snide little dick that he is, he's like. Uh, it's a shame that you uh, destroyed all of this, eh, hey, hey, Kendra? It's like, well, that's not yeah. entirely true. There's some still on Earth. Some of these metals are still around. And they trace them to four locations. Three at first, and then they discover a fourth. Right. Uh, one's the Rock of Eternity. One's out in space. One's under Atlantis, which Aquaman's very uh, iffy about going to. He's like, no, that's sacred. We can't go down there. It's forbidden. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm sure that'll be fun to find out. Uh, and they're all going to go with a, an Nth Metal connected character to each location. A, a, each team will have an nth metal mm-hmm. person there so they can sort of, I don't know, track and detect and 
whatever. Well, it's an, it's an early warning system. Yeah, basically, yep. yeah. And it's all about vibrations, and they talk about they bring that up again later on as well. Yep. But then it's like, oh wait, there's a fourth. But it goes to nowhere. It goes to, and obviously they quite quickly say this is the dark multiverse. This is the upside down to, yep. to compare it to Stranger Things. Uh, mm-hmm. And Superman's like, that's Bruce. We need to get to Bruce. He sent me a code in the dream. And I, I like the, you know, the dick stuff where he was like feeling like he could sense Bruce. That that kind of comes up and he's like, oh, I was sensing yeah. it too. He's calling out to us. But Nightwing's like, yeah, but we can't just go willy-nilly. Like, I lost Teen Titans going off willy-nilly. And Superman, I know that's your thing, but like, let's just sit back for a second. And I like that there's a argument between these two. Yeah, and you also know, there's the, the, the just a sort of a payback off that was a little moment with Dick where he's like kids Clark, you know when he's talking yeah. about losing the Titans, is that they're kids? Yeah, uh, and he's yeah. and so uh, like that we have Dick yeah. at a place where he can stand up to Superman and be like, no mm-hmm. look, I think you're wrong on this. But and the funny, th- do you know what the funny thing is? Is Dick's whole thing here is that no, he wouldn't want us to come after him. He'd want us to stay here and fight. And the funny thing is, is that when we get to the end of the issue, he was right. That's exactly yeah. what he wanted. Superman's actually he's right. making the mistake. And, and- and that just goes down into the the basis of those characters of who Batman and Superman are. Superman's very reactive, right? He's the firefighter. He yeah, can't do anything until too, things have gone bad. He's too hopeful that he, that he yep. can still go and get Bruce. And, and, but, and Batman's very proactive to going like, no, I'll figure this out. You guys, you know, maintain the beachhead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, but yeah, so, man, when, when you get to that end of the issue... And Superman, so all the teams scatter off. And um, was it Mr. Terrific's taking the egg of Plastic Man? Yeah, he's going with Green Lantern. He's going with Hal into space. To space. Uh, Deathstroke right. shows up because they need a fourth me- nth metal person. It turns yeah. out his suit has got some some of the metal in it. Not, not the nth metal specifically. Yeah, it's got, the, but, it's got the Promethean. Yeah. Which we talked about in Deathstroke. Yeah. That sword. And he, so he, he's going to go with Aquaman, and he's sort of like, oh, this will pay, won't it? But again, it's kind of like, I, I almost think at Deathstroke at this point, given what's going on in his own book, it's like, yeah. he wants to like give the persona that he's like only doing it for money, but deep down he actually wants yeah. to help. Uh, oh yeah, there's, there's, he can't make money if, if the bad guys all win, you know, like. Oh so, sure, I, I'm being a little bit less cynical yeah. and thinking that deep down yeah. he actually just wants to save the world. Like just deep yeah. down he actually wants to do the right thing. But he's still a soldier, you know what I mean? Like he's oh, still... Sure, yeah. He's signed up when he was been, 18. Like evil though, has he? He's always been like you know, like no. I say, it's always been about money, contracts. Yeah. It's never been, oh, I'm going to kill someone because I want to. Yeah, he's he's kind of chaotic neutral in that way, right? Like yeah, yeah. You if know. you want to drop D and D alignments, absolutely. Yeah, I, I that's one of my things. I love to figure stuff out like that for for comic characters because it really, it really helps figure out who that character is, hmm. and that one fits perfect. But uh, yeah, so they they all go off and um, Steel and Superman and Flash go to the fortress, to the crisis tower, the tuning fork, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's and... where they go. But but before we go ahead, though, I, I want to point out just uh, one of my favorite moments of this issue, which we've kind of glossed over, is when Superman insists that he's going to find Bruce. Damien hugs him. And, yeah, oh yeah. And Clark's and Clark says, "Don't worry, kiddo, I'll find him." Uh, just because I th- I feel like it's such a, a rare moment where Damien gets emotional like this that it was actually kind mm. of. You know, he embraces the and the one person in the room who's actually like, because it's almost like Damien should almost be in the side of Dick. He should be if he's older. Once he's more experienced, he should be agreeing with him. But he's not because he is still a kid. And I think we often forget that because he's well, he's Damien yeah. and he's 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 driven by emotions. Yeah. Whereas Dick's actually like taking well, yeah, and, a step and, back and thinking. Right, because Damien's still a kid, and that was the yeah. whole point of Green Arrow's issue last time, 
was sometimes you let the kid think that he's in charge, you know, so he can make his own mistakes. But you know, as an adult, these are the mistakes. And I thought that Damien's all for Superman going to get his dad, you know, and that that was the first kind of clue of maybe this isn't the right thing to do at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. So they, so they all go off, and you know, Aquaman's pissed at Deathstroke talking too much, and they're all you know, there's not a whole ton of a lot, and they all just kind of arrive, or they're on their way to their locations. I'm sure that's going to be a big thing next issue, is we'll see all these yep. things play out a little bit more. Uh, but of course, the end of this issue is that Superman he, he gets Flash to run around the Tuning Fork, <laughs> uh, steal. Uh, uses these nth metal to kind of like power it. And actually, the really interesting thing here is that he's using a Phantom Zone projector because he basically deduces that the Phantom Zone actually might be this kind of like halfway house towards the Dark Multiverse that all along it's actually been kind of part of that in a weird way. Right, yeah. Uh, which is actually a really interesting idea. I mean, it's obviously a big retcon, but it, it, it works. Like, yeah, yeah, I like it. It was, it was like when the, the and Prometheus is, I forget what he called it, the Ghost Zone, I think. Was actually he just stumbled upon creating a, a phantom zone projector? He was just in a different section of it, mm. and mm. you know, it, it. I like when they play with that because what is the phantom zone? I mean, it is another dimension, so yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just it's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's, it is a retcon, but it's kind of a cool retcon to see all, all along yeah. that this this phantom zone has actually just been like because a part it's of one that. of those retcons that doesn't ruin anything it just adds yeah. a no. layer it doesn't take away anything that's ever happened no. with the phantom zone no. yeah because instead of going oh wait that's bullshit you go oh that's interesting <laughs> yeah you know he adds to it yeah uh, so superman goes in he's hoping it's not a trap he's uh, obviously as this is going on the ma- the batman who laughs and the the you know the pet joe uh, the pet robin joker boys they yeah. come into the bar they they, they kill uh nightmaster nightmaster uh, is oh. chimp dead like because chimp is staying behind as well it wasn't clear to me I mean, I don't think so. They don't show it, but like I say, he's he he stayed behind. Yeah, to, to protect. Um, and Dawnbreakers seems concerned because all the, the evil Batman are there, and Dawnbreakers like, well, what if they get where they're going? But Batman who laughs does not seem concerned. Partly because he, he he obviously knows that the Superman thing's a trap. He, he's like, yeah, right, yeah. Superman's the real battery. He's the one who's really going to power Barbados. Bur- his big plan. Oh. So. Uh, we're going to be here. I'm going to have a drink, play B sixty six on the on the jukebox, uh, and that's the whole thing. But Superman gets there, and you know Bruce is looks aged. It's like in, in the Dark Multiverse, kind of like uh, when Superman and Wonder Woman were at the end of issue two when they got zapped with the stuff. Yeah, like he looks old and just like it's like Clark. Why are you here? Because his whole thing was they they had this the Trinity had this message system where the initials of the other two people were the like the secret message like coming help, but. He actually didn't say it in the dream. He he did it through the music. It was a yep. DC or CD, which was the opposite of the one that was supposed yeah. to be, and right. that means it was stay away because it was the opposite way around. Which right. uh, and I, and I like their code because it is so simple. Yeah. And it's it's whichever two of the Trinity are together, it, you use their initials. So yeah. you know. And I like Bruce Diana. Diana the, the the doing it backwards thing to go. Yeah. No, no, this is this isn't real. Is like. You know, like we uh, with bank cards with your pin numbers. If you put it in backwards, yep. it locks it. It's like that. Is that actually true? Because I've always heard about that, but yeah, I, I know it's a cool idea, but I, I'm relatively sure it's a myth. I don't know. I've never, I've never had the need to try it. Yeah, I've never been held at gunpoint to, to uh, use my bank card. But knock on wood. Yeah. No, yeah, knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like that, and I like that it was through the music too, and through the chords. Uh, it was chords D and C. Yeah, you know, which are pretty simple chords, even as far as I 
gotten my musical uh, knowledge, you know. Yep, it's true. But, but I mean, I was absolutely gutted when when you get there, and it was a trap, and Superman had rushed. It's it continues the theme of these heroes trying to do the right thing. It always just ends up bad for them. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think with Superman especially, the idea that he's adamant about being hopeful and doing things yep. his way is maybe not the way we're going to beat things from the Dark Multiverse, because the Dark Multiverse is the negative of their yeah, world. Yeah, and, and it's the idea that no matter what he did, it would have gone wrong, because yep. all, all roads lead to darkness. Yeah, so well, that's what, and, and that's what the fact saying. that yeah. earlier in the book, he he had all those different nightmares that he had had, like he had always gotten beat by Baruto, so whether he had teamed up with villains and you see him with, with Lex and mm. uh, I think I forget who else. But Joker. then he even teamed up with the, the death or the with the new gods and he's, you know, there with Orion and Mr. Miracle. So you know, but it's right that no matter what Superman tries, he was almost fated to be mm. there. But it yeah. also it does a thing where it removes the two of the big three from the board, you know? Uh so it keeps it interesting. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning the next month doesn't have an issue of this, but it does have the one-shot Batman Lost, which does seem to slot in perfectly at this point. Like, oh. You assume that issue is going to be about what happened in the multi- dark multiverse with Batman when, yep. he's, when he's been missing. Yeah, it seems like it's been planned meticulously the, the, with the placements of things. Yeah. Yep. Everything and seems I know, to fit. I know a bit later on we do have a, an issue of Metal is delayed. I wonder if anything else around it is, you know, is knocked back to um, fit in. Yeah, maybe place. it was only it was only delayed by one week though, so possibly mm. not. It may just the only difference may right. be is it now actually no because all the tie-ins are done by that point, so it actually may not affect anything. Oh, they all done. Okay. Yeah, I think by that time in January. We're, we're for done for all we knew, Snyder could have wanted something changed, and so Capullo and the other art department had to go back and yeah. and revise things. You know, because a week again isn't that much time to delay something. That seems just like a quick fix, not a whole yeah, whole uh, big thing. So that, that, that that's 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 cool. I I do I do think now that that one issue has been delayed though in January. I think that I can see five and six being pushed as or six, six if that's the next one. Yeah, being pushed as well. Yeah. But but so so out of these issues so far, if they're all different kinds of metal, <laughs> right? You 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 know the first was kind of like a thrash metal because it was real quick and kind of fun with the the uh, Justice yeah. League Voltron. And then the second one got kind of dark and it was kind of like death metal, right? It was just unrelenting. This one was definitely doom metal because nothing is okay uh, by the time that it ends. And I hope each of the issues stand out on their own and I can do this with each one. I'm not sure if I follow the logic that doom is darker than death, but I wouldn't get I mean, into it. Well, so with, with doom metal, everything, it's kind of, it's not anti-metal, but it's, it's slowed down. Versus where you know death metal is still kind of fast and in your face, doom metal is is slowed down and is just really hammers the point home that yeah. everything sucks. So, you know, there's that sense of dread there that goes that permeates through. Whereas death metal can still just be like you know, yeah, them and, singing and about slasher movies and whatnot. And and this is the the first issue that really did slow down. We had you know an extended yeah. sequence where they sat around and talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all of all of DC characters sort of acknowledging the situation, and we got a chance to breathe and understand what the the current status quo was. It also gave us the plan for the next issue, possibly issues. So, mm-hmm. so. um, do you guys remember on Twitter? I want to say it was a month or two ago. Snyder was asking for like 
like alcoholic drinks themed around superheroes. Uh, vaguely, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if that was for this issue, because Nightmaster had said something like That's all right. the different types of drinks. Yeah, yeah, because he mentions yeah. a couple, and then Batman who laughs asks yeah. for one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember that as I was reading this. Yes, yeah, a really good issue. I think I was I was down on the last issue because of some things, but this one I think rebounded real nice, and I liked it a whole lot. Uh, I was not down in the last issue. I think it's been yeah. pretty solid through. I, actually, after three issues, after the, the crossover, after the one-shots, as much as I didn't like the, the Dawnbreaker one as much as the other two, uh, and seeing how they all kind of tie in together, I can officially, I can definitely say for sure now that I'm really liking Mel as an event, as a mm-hmm. whole thing. Uh, yeah. So unless the ending completely shits the bed, uh, I should be pretty Which, happy. With how some of Snyder's other Batman works kind of did towards the end of those runs, uh, I'm gonna hope he's learned from it. Like, no, no bat, no new Batman machine. Like let's uh, let's. let's I, I think the, the bonus to this is he's not taking anything too seriously. Everything yeah. is just fun, so it's kind of hard to screw it up because, you know, like the the problem with the the other stuff that he did was he kind of got in his own way. He kind of overthought things. Whereas yeah. this, at its core, is very simple. It's just a lot of fun. It's gonna be hard to mess that up. I think. He he kind of saved the Dionysium whole thing which i, I kind of hated but mm. by tying it into metal and it being one of the things that had primed bruce for all of this yeah. it kind of it makes it you know it's an easier it, pill to swallow that's it, it, it makes I, it I look will, like it's a larger piece in the story i will i will yeah. argue with something car just said you just said this was simple i don't know if i'd use simple to describe i mean <laughs> this core it is you know an invasion from a from a multiverse and dark batman that's essentially what it boils down to when i say it's simple at its core oh sure but it's not told that simply though like you so, you go you go back and read those prelude issues and it was all like teasing all this different stuff it was intentionally making it yeah. more of a puzzle to to solve as you were going no, no i i don't mean like the, the way it's tied i just mean what the core premise is is quite simple because it's just having yeah. fun with all these ideas that mm. are around it instead of yeah. complicating the plot. Well, it's the worst case scenario is brought to life. Yeah, and that's that's pretty. That's the elevator pitch, and yeah. So I get the simple on it, but then again, you can take something simple and do some complex things with it, and it, it doesn't have to be Morrison level. Like you need three degrees in literature to understand what's going on. One last thing I want to bring up about this issue is uh, when Batman Who Laughs is talking about uh, the dark Batman and the dark worlds, and he's, when he's talking to Superman, he says, in, in our worlds, we have killed you. Every one of us has killed our Superman. And you think it's the, the, you know, the, the, the worst desires or the worst fears that are in his head, but what if it is his desire? Well, you know, like, you know, which one is it? Like, does he secretly really want to do this deep down? And like all these worlds are where he got to. Now, obviously, we don't think it is, but I, I think the idea of him poking at that idea uh, yeah. is is pretty yeah. fascinating. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, that was cool. Uh, all right, so that'll take us on to our next book, which is Detective Comics nine six six, and we we have James Terry in the fourth, right? Eddie Barrows on art, and so. Before we get into this issue, can I just make a, a little thing from last issue because I wasn't here? But, oh, special, it was just about the, special treatment. No, no, okay, just, just, just the overall thing is uh, it's to do with you know, the, the future Batman actually refers to the, the Batman of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, maybe you guys mentioned this, but it's the upcoming you know, the Superman Super Sons crossover. 
And that was the Batman of tomorrow. And we kind of went, oh, it's going to be Damien. And I'm wondering... Yeah, if it's this guy. Yeah. It could yeah, yeah. be. Although, I don't... That, that feels like a weird to have it in that story specifically then, since it seems like... But then again, well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was just the way they specifically said the Batman of Tomorrow in both of them. That's true. Well, we thought yeah. that was a reference to the old Titans of Tomorrow, uh, right. which is played with. Which this still kind of references. It does, yeah, uh, it does. So, uh, so oh, man, I'm excited. So if you if you've been following our show for a while, uh, specifically since Superman Reborn, yep, you'll be aware of a running joke that we have on this show. Because in Superman Reborn, it kind of recapped the story of the death and return of Superman. And it did the, the, the you know, it was like one or two panels dedicated to the, the, the you know the, the reign of the Superman, the, the sort of replacements, which traditionally in the original story had four. But yeah. in this retelling there was only three. There was one missing. That one, of course, was some character that Matt made up uh, in the last little while. Uh, but no, right, so, so the fourth one was originally Connor the Kent. Metropolis kid, Superboy, yeah. later given Connor Kent. Yeah, and then later on, of course, he became the super boy that everyone kind of remembers with these these t-shirt and yep. jeans and all that jazz. So yep. he was missing, and ever since then, because that annoyed Matt so much, ever since then, every time he's brought him up, I have jokingly went, who? And I have played along with this idea that he never existed. I have played into the continuity. And we, you know, we had this tease last week. You know, we actually, I think it was the middle of the show last week where we, yep. we got yeah, the tweet. Yeah, t- towards the end, the breaking yeah. news. We, we, we heard that oh, Tinian at New York Comic Con is implied that if you want to know about Connor Kent, the next issue, 966, that's the one you want to be reading. And it's like, okay. That. Okay. Yeah. So, lo and behold, I, I, I read this Detective Comics issue, 966, and I don't think I could have ever predicted, and I'll, be, I'll basically be honest, I, I kind of want a co-writer credit uh, for this <laughs> issue. At least a special thanks. Yeah. Because you get to a page later on in the issue where the the older Tim, who's the Batman, the sort of the, the darker Batman from the future, mm-hmm. he says to young Tim, or, or, or Tim from present day, he says, and say sorry to Connor. That wound will never heal, so, so, you know, heal it quick. And Tim, or young Tim, says, who the hell is this Connor? I don't think I have ever laughed as much in my life nope. that I did at that page. So- this is my first read of the week. Like as soon as I got it, I of could not wait. Right? I got to that page and went, Pete, let me know when you read back, <laughs> please. And I imagined him having you know in, in Home Alone Two, where Tim Curry finds out that the credit card's stolen and he has the, the smile that's like the Grinch. That's how oh. I imagined Pete going, Oh boy. But, yep. you know, that said, I had, I had some other friends who don't understand my fascination with Connor Kent, but th- this friend in particular loves Jason Todd. Um, yeah. Connor? And he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, not, not, yeah, not, not in the fun button way, who actually thinks he's the best Robin in, in all of this. Like, it's ridiculous. He's just like, I just don't get it. He's, he's mentioned one time. And, you know, uh, he shows up in a background panel. I don't know why you're losing your mind. It's just like the fact that since Reborn, I've been like, where's he at? This is BS. It's kind of been like it was Stephanie Brown and Wally West kind of all over again. But we got them back in Rebirth. Um, And so the fact that I don't know if it was, you know, 
if this is Tinian's plan all along, if this was from people like myself that are like, where's Connor? The fact that it was just even addressed was enough for me. Like, we can go another year without Connor, and yeah, I'm fine. I, obviously, there's a teaser. Because it's... At the yeah. start of the issue, we, we see a little bit of what this Dark Batman, Tim Batman future is like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Commissioner Rene Montoya is after him, and he's killing yeah. he's killing anarchy. Uh, and you know, Connor calls him. He's yeah. like he's the Superman in this team of Titans. Uh, so yeah. we get a little cameo there. And, you know, I almost thought, oh, that was it. That that was the the mention that we we're going to get. It was just this mm-hmm. little teaser. That that must be Connor. Uh, small question: This little opening segment is this yeah. the same thing that we got in uh, in Batwoman? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No it's, doubt. Just, it's because it's the cause... fact that he stepped foot on the Narrows to take out Anarchy, and that broke the truce. So yeah. that's why yeah. they're coming after. And him. even just the fact that that Batwoman issue said that this story picks up in Detective Comics later. Yeah. It was like, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering because obviously this this was obviously it's a different timeline now, whereas the Batwoman one seemed like okay, this could be our timeline in the future, but whereas could, this one very clearly isn't. Which, which just tells me that that Batwoman timeline isn't our time. You know, it's this timeline that this time yeah. comes from, which I think is fascinating. Uh, but yeah, so but then you know when he gets this because we'll get to you know how they they break out of the the the, the prison and all that because they get out by the end and that's when this scene happens where he mentions Connor. I I think this works in a lot of ways. It works because okay, yeah, we might not actually see him for a long time, maybe not until after Doomsday Clock or whatever. But yeah. the fact that it's been brought up in a way that's saying no, no, he did exist. This Tim remembers him, and our Tim doesn't. It reminds me a lot of uh, Flash and Wally West, you know, in Rebirth where Barry mm-hmm. didn't know who he was until he remembered that spark, and he's like, wait, Wally, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, it almost feels that they're going to build to that at some point. It might be a year from now. It might be longer than that, yep. but... Yeah, but it's it set Tim on the path now. Yeah. The, yep. the writers have not forgotten. Uh, and, and, that's... and throughout this issue, we find out that that's the reason why Tim was removed by Mr. Oz, was he, whether it was Tim in the future or Tim in the present, he's smart enough to piece things together. And... If if he's out there, that's going to ruin whatever this. If it's Manhattan or whatever else, their plan for for this Earth and how they rebuilt built it from rebirth up. So, uh, it was everything worked together perfectly. Like I didn't feel like this was just like uh, gratuitous. Just like oh hey, remember, you know the Teen Titans of the early two thousands. It actually has a meaning that Earth still is not right. Yeah, you know, it's, we have it's, Wally back. It's, t- but it's there's time, still things that are off. Yeah, it's still tying back into that. Someone's messed with time. Things have changed. They're yeah. still not fixed. Yeah, we have characters back, but even then, Wally still knows that time's been altered and he's not quite the Wally he was. Like we, yeah. are, we have all these things. This is just this is hitting us back again. And it's it's kind of nice timing because it's like right before Doomsday Clock. This is you yeah. know we're we're getting right to that story now. So here's a reminder. Here's things aren't still quite right. Here's another thing that might be fixed along with the JSA, along with the Legion, along with all yeah. these things that have been missing. Like, this yeah. is something else that could be fixed. I mean, it's just one of those things that says, yeah, look, when we left that out, it was intentional. Because they've not even addressed it up to this point. Mm. And it was like, so no, it was like, no, we know we left it out. It wasn't a mistake. Yeah. It wasn't just for the sake well, of it. There is a point to this. When I think about all the stuff that got left out, it's weirdly stuff that John's kind of pushed to prominence, you know, outside of the Legion. But, like, JSA of the last, you know, since 2000, that was all mostly him. The stories that we remember and mm. Stargirl and all that. And then same with Teen Titans. Like, yeah, we had Young Justice. But to me, Connor didn't really become Superman until those Teen Titan issues. And we have, you know, it revealed that he was half Luther on top of it all. And, and that whole struggle. 
and then Infinite Crisis. So it, it's weirdly the John stuff of this era that's my favorite era is the stuff that got, got left. The stuff that got left out. There we go. Yeah, and, and given and that's that got to be intentional. One, when I yeah, think he's about the one it. spearheading. You know, all this mm-hmm. stuff. It's it's all coming from him. And it's like it's like he's holding back his own favorites so that he can do their own triumphant return later. I yeah. And I, I'm thinking I mean, honestly. I, I, f- I feel like it'll be like the second last issue of Doomsday Clock. We're going to get that two-page spread. Remember that, that, that page in Blackest Night where all those characters came back to life? Mm-hmm. And they were all just there? But it was, it was a four-page spread, now that I'm thinking about it. It was that fold one. Yeah. It was a gatefold. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like we're going to get something similar, uh, you know, just before the end of Doomsday Clock. Just before the final fight, so there's more allies, you're going to get that big spread of, no, here's Tim, here's Justice, here's the Legion, here's... Uh, or not Tim, sorry, Connor. You know what I meant. Uh... I feel like we're going to get that moment. Like it seems like John's is the one, or, or, or maybe it'll be drip fed. Maybe it'll be like Superman yeah. will go hunting for the front, well, for the Legion because he needs allies because the rest of the Justice League has been compromised or something. We know that the Legion has been seeded throughout just because of of Saturn Girl. Mm. You know yeah. she's an Arkham. We have the Emerald Empress kind of stuff, um, and also when I talked to Fabric at the con that was here back in June. He had written here. He had drawn a completely different opening to um, what was the story that he had just did? Um, the button. button. The button. It was a completely different introduction to her. It wasn't the hockey thing. And then the, he said that somebody liked that so much that they're going to use it for something else later. So mm. I mean, the, the fact that I feel like they're just you know like Pete's onto something. Like they're all going to come back in these big triumphant ways because they're so important to i can see it individually because like you say there's enough there that they go okay we can, we can find the legion there's enough breadcrumbs we can get yep. to the jsa because we had the moment with jay and we can kind of mm. go okay we can piece yep. through to that well not just jay i remember uh johnny layton back in yeah, yeah but none of the other characters have seen that Oh sure, but I just mean in the sense that the CD that you know, there's one of them's there, and it's like you know, this isn't yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, I, right. I meant literally in the sense that our characters are already somewhat on the trail of the of these others because okay, events sure, yeah. have, have put them onto that. Sure, mm-hmm. uh, and by that point, maybe Connor is towards the end because that's when just other anomalies that should exist that didn't they didn't know yeah. about come back. Yeah, because yeah. now, because like in the same way that we've got you know uh, Barry and Bruce looking into Jay. And now we'll have Tim, Tim looking into Connor. Yes. And there's a whole lost generation of Young Justice between Cassie, Bart, Tim, mm. and and Connor that's there too. So I kind of feel bad that Tim's got to do this on his own. But, you know, he's got Stephanie back, I guess, do, maybe. Do, uh, do you know, actually, I saw... <laughs> I think there was a, a series that was planned just before New 52 started. There was a new Young Justice or Teen Titans book, and it had Stephanie Brown, the team with Tim yeah. and it had um, Miss Martian on it. It looked like a really fun team. Yeah. And I, I didn't know about it before I saw it this week and I was like, oh man, well, I, I kind of wish that happened. <laughs> it looked really and, good. And that's the other thing is that they're bringing Young Justice back, right? On Netflix? No, no, it's on their own yeah. service. Netflix. It's on their own service? Okay, so they're bringing all that back too and, you know, I, I just feel like there's synergy there and it's all building and I can finally not feel like the crazy man yelling on the corner about Connor Kent because DC's finally addressed it in the way that they addressed the Legion and uh, even Wally West. I'll tell you so, this right now, Matt. The joke was... I was going to stop making my joke after this issue before I read it. But yeah. now, it, now it lives. Now it's, it's been renewed for at least... It's, until he shows up, until he is back, this joke does our, not die. Our in-joke 
has become DC continuity. Think about that. <laughs> like, and now I'm not going to be as upset because again, there's they've addressed he's got, it. He's got hope he's, now. Oh, uh, so, exactly. suddenly it was like Tim Drake says, "Who the hell's Connor Kent?" And suddenly it's okay. Yeah, of course he's the best Robin. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, but let, let's talk about the issue too because we we get on that of. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say the best of the Robins. I said he's the best Robin. Yeah, made it clear. Just in that clear. role. Uh, he's the best. Yeah, so, um, so the bulk of the issue in terms of action is just they'd run away from Doomsday and uh, yeah. they're blocking behind doors and stuff. He, and that gun, man. Like, that gun, like, t- this, this Batman of Tomorrow is the ultimate because Batman, but I buy it because it's Tim and he explains it. He's just like, I knew I was never going to be a good fighter as Bruce or Damien or even Dick. So I've had to improvise in... Everyone on his suit is stuff that can take out anybody at any time. And I'm weirdly okay with it. Usually that's something I would yell about. Yeah, I feel like this is this is some bias here. This is like, oh, it's not Bruce, so that I can I'll accept this easier. <laughs> I, it really feels guess, that way, Matt. Like, him him loading synthetic kryptonite into the gun, I was just like, who does that? Batman doesn't even do I, that. I like, actually Bruce, uh well obviously it doesn't like guns, so, so uh but yeah. I, my favorite thing actually about this is young Tim actually he, him making the hologram of Superman to distract Doomsday and make yep. him run away and chase that. I thought that was a fun little idea. Yeah, and I like that the, the older Tim's like, I didn't even think of that. It's like, hmm, maybe yeah. maybe we are a bit different. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Because uh, I think at that point he theorises that it's just because they've been trapped in this kind of outside of continuity world just now in this prison, yep. that that's why they've kind of changed a little bit. Like, that's created some differences. Well, yeah. And Tim talks about that. Older Tim, he's like, I remember when... I was a little bit younger than you. I met an older version myself, and it shook me to my core to change things. And I, I, I don't know if this is the same moment, but it's like an echo. So I like that they're playing with with it in that way. Hmm. Like, well, what that, you do in the present can can change the future. Yeah, that, that you know, actually bring, the future. that brings up the ending because obviously after the Connor revelation, older times like, yep. wait, that can't be. We're from different timelines. And then he figures out, yep. okay, things have changed, but am I still you? And then he cuts his, you know, he cuts Young Tim's arm, and then he looks at his own arm, yep. he's got a scar. So it's still affecting him. He's still, but what he realizes is that time is fluctuating. Time is actually really, you know, it's bendy right now. Like it can be affected, yeah. and that's when he gets the idea to go after the person he blames for sending him on this path. He he thinks he can get free of the life that he's led by killing yeah. Batwoman of all things. Yeah. Uh, so clearly that's where we're going. That's where we're going next issue. So that'll be yeah. a, a fascinating I'm, I'm, I'm down for this story. This is fantastic I'm so down. stuff. It's Detective still is like one of my favorite DC books month in, month out, like every two weeks. Yeah. I feel uh, like now it's uh, I was, even I was, more I was, so. I was going through a bit of a lull where it was kind of going, this is yeah. good, but it wasn't like, oh, this is one of my favorite mm-hmm. books like it was at the start. Mm. Me too. But now it's back up there. Yeah. And, and they play with a lot of what Tim was going through at the beginning, how older Tim's like, yeah, you think that you're leaving, it's going to make things better, but turns out Batman really can't operate without you. Mm. And, you know, all of your contingencies to, uh, to him to work without you is what leads to you becoming me. And so I like that, like, this whole hopeful life to get out of the superhero game is what leads him to become this ultra-fascist Yeah, yeah Batman, it's resisting you know? it that turns him to it, yeah. Uh, which yep. I think is a fascinating I like idea. That um, yeah. as I've, I've made this complaint, I think, before about Detective. This is like my one problem with the book is that, come on, does every single page need to be a double page spread? Or yeah, later? I thought I was reading it. I, but I will say, it seems really nice to have uh, Barrows back on art. It's felt like it's been a long time. Oh, sure, since yeah. We've had him, yeah. And obviously, he was so instrumental at the start of this book in 
especially you know that that whole the uh, the faded faces thing that he did does uh, mm-hmm. on the on the moments, and this issue is full of those moments that he does. Yes, yep. yes. Although my one complaint with the art is is what's going on with the doomsday hair. Yeah, that's a it's sentence just, it, I never thought I'd hear anyone say. What's going on with the Doomsday hair? Well, people forget the Doomsday has hair because they get all caught up on the on the scraggles. Right. But it was always this long white hair. Yeah, yeah, but it's the way it just stands out so vividly in this. It's the way it's lit, like the way it, it just. So yeah. it sounds like it could be a coloring issue rather than a. No. No. Uh, I mean, it, I'm looking at it now, and it, yeah, it looks weird, but I'm not getting hung up on it. It's it's not on ev- the thing is it wasn't on every time it came up. Like sometimes when it, you couldn't see it at all, yeah. Other times it was just like the focus that that uh, that yeah. first double spread where where he comes after them and he's breaking through the the wall or the floor or whatever that yeah. is. It just looks strange. Yeah. Sorry, uh, I was just watching whatever the hell Pete was doing. No, there's a, a bug but... or something flying around. I was trying to hit it. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, so they escape Oz's realm, you know, because through the whole vibrational thing, like we were talking about in metal, hmm. you know, hmm. older Tim figures it out and gets them out of there. So, you know, that's one part of this plan thwarted, you know, unless this is what. Well, yeah, but as well, they, they just say Manhattan, as they point out, you know, it, wanted. As they point out, though, they, they say that the only reason why Oz is letting this go is because he's they basically figure out whatever he's going to do, he's about to do it, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter if they get out. Stop it now. Yeah, right. so I mean that's actually that's quite a good little foreboding thing as well. It's like okay, well things are going to get bad before they get better because clearly yep. things are about yeah. to go down. So yeah, the, the the other page I really loved is when uh, Tim, the future Tim, was talking about why he became Batman, like why he ended up filling the role. Oh, and he's talking about the other the other Robins and yeah, yep. and how good does Dick's Batman suit look? With the blue, it does, it does look pretty yep. cool. Uh, I also did enjoy the fact that Jason's missing a leg and an eye. Uh, that was that was fun. <laughs> because of drug like, abuse, yeah, not because it, of like psycho ninjas, because that dude just fell into a deep dark hole, and that was the only thing he could fill it with. It, like, it basically boiled down to now, nah, Jason's shit. Don't worry about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damien apparently nearly. Br- I like how whenever even even in this timeline, which obviously is going to be changed, I love that Damien still has the same Damien Batman suit that he's had ever since yep. Morrison had that. You know, had that first. This is such a, it's such a it's a cool suit, isn't it? The, the old pointy and, and shoulder I like suit. Too, in that, as like he didn't try to be Batman. He's just like he let everybody else try to be Batman, and you know, even Damien was Batman and nearly burnt the city to the ground, so that's why Tim took over. You know, yeah, it's almost he, like... He was like, no, I, don't, I really don't want to do this. It's not yeah. until he feels like he has to. Exactly. So, and then he ends up, like, doing something Bruce could never do, and that's get, to get full, full control over Gotham. To his detriment. Like a fascist. Like, but, I'm so... You know, like, there's something wrong with your Batman when anarchy's making more sense in the opening yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a tease of Stephanie in the future. Like Tim's still hung up on her. Uh, and she so hates whatever it happened she, 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 Yeah, she's basically like, oh, that 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 monster's not Tim. Tim's been dead for years. Yeah. Like, that, whoever this is, this yep. is just a, a shell. But it and still drives him nuts. It makes me a little worried. Sense. Is do they think that you know the real Tim died when you know when we saw him die in, in right. the start of this run and. And when he came back, it's like no, the real Tim never came back, and it's like he changed then. Uh, 
well, I feel like because you have, I, mean, I think if we just had Dark ba- Dark Batman Tim for a while, maybe, but I feel like because we have young Tim around trying to stop him, presumably, immediately, at the same time, I think they may not Right, right, that but that was kind where, of the you... thing of, of the old, you know, future Tim was like, he, he kind of tried to change things, you know, he, he mentions how he had that echo of this same thing, and he tried to change yep. things, yet he still ended up in the same place because he saw that it was right. Well, that was, but see, the thing with the Titans of Tomorrow story was that that whole world had gone dark. And they'd even teased that Connor was a clone there because he had no memories of anything, yeah. you know. And then that that set the table going forward after Infinite Crisis and Cassie and Tim and and that whole thing. And he becomes Red Robin to strike out on his own. So there are all these themes that are again familiar, mm-hmm. you know, but just now through this weird echo, which now I have to go dig through my trades and see if I have that one because I can't remember because I need to reread it. Oh man. All right, well, I guess that'll wrap up Detective. Meet me to issue Detective this week. Uh, so once again, who the hell is Connor? Yeah, Tinian, so, keep it up, man. T- t- Tim, Oof. Tim, you know, suddenly I like Tim more than I did last week. <laughs> Tim's great. <laughs> He's still not dick. It also, it all, yeah, well, it also makes me laugh because we have a Tim and we have a Connor. So when you say that, you're, it sounds like you're liking Tim more than you ever have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do like Tim Mullen Connor. That is absolutely positively uh, correct. Uh, I like even me call him out. If, if our Connor get wiped out of continuity, I wouldn't be that fussed. Uh, would there be a replacement for me on this, or would it just be there'd be a blank spot and it'd be like people would be like, you know, I'm sure there was something else there once. You, you, we'd have a Matt somewhere going. Where's Connor? There'll be there'll be a gimp with a red hood mask on. Uh, creepy. <laughs> 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 Nightmare fuel. Alright, that'll take us on to Action Comics 989. This is the third part of the Oz effect. Mm-hmm. And, and this, uh, this, uh, this, this kind of. The main story of this one actually was less about Superman. Superman obviously was there and he yeah. argues a bit with, uh, with Jor-El as he's been doing. Oh. Uh, and like all these things are happening around the world. Uh, in particular, there's, there's these missiles being launched between these two armies. Uh, in mm-hmm. this in this country, and Superman goes off to, to try and stop this, and you know he's making sure these chemical warheads. And even though he stops them, the the retaliation side of it, the other side that was going to get hit, it's like, well, they were about to do that to us, we we're going to do it to them, and it seems yep. to be escalating and getting worse. But the main bulk of the the plot, though, is in Metropolis, and a suicide bomber goes into the Daily Planet and uh, starts making all these screaming demands. Screaming about fake news. Screaming about fake a little news. Close, a little too close for comfort for me. Uh, uh, yeah. And Lois gets a, a bit of time to shine because she's the one who calms him down, talks him through it, says, "Look, I'll let everyone else go. I'll stay here." And she's she's almost kind of banking on the fact that all right, Clark's going to show up. He's going to show up and save me. So I just have to stall. I just have to stall. Uh, which really made me think. I actually, I, I don't know why I've ever thought this before. But why doesn't she have a signal watch? Yeah, feels like it just she, makes sense. She, she doesn't feel she needs one. She's too. She's too proud almost. She's too to, 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 yeah. She doesn't want to feel like she is that dependent. Okay, okay. Yeah, she's she's the general's daughter. You know what I mean? Like, whatever she street she, she gets can, into, she can get herself she out. Can get out. But the yeah. tension here's quite good. Steve gets shot, trying to be a hero, which may also which makes you like Steve a little bit more because he's usually just a douchebag. Oh, but it's like no, he tried to yeah. be the hero here and tried to like take this guy down. Yeah, he tried to tackle this dude, but quarterbacks can't tackle. Everybody knows that, you know. So yeah, Connor. I like that. I like. Yeah. Everyone knows we, that, Connor. Don't we they? We know that. Yeah. 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 yeah I know that. But I, I liked and he was trying to basically, you know, he was common uh, John, right? Was he common John down too? Like, 
your mom's gonna be okay or was that perry that was, uh, that was more uh, perry okay i think so. I, just, I just remember yeah lombard yeah, being a meathead yeah. yeah. So she, okay. she, so she's done all this stuff. It's quite tense, you know. The guys like storming around, like making all these demands and screaming and shouting. No, oh, I'm still going to blow this place up. Blah blah blah. Uh, and obviously, it ends with this big dramatic. You, you know, it's like obviously you knew it wasn't going to be because the, the, the way it was, you know, coloured, it was in silhouette, and you couldn't see who it was. But it looked like Superman, and it's actually Jor-El who saves the day. And but obviously, violently, he just he just flies into the other guy and throws him out the window to his death. Yeah. Which is the first sign to Lois that okay, maybe that wasn't Superman. Oh yeah, who are you? And he's like, I am Jor-El. I am your father-in-law, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's like, oh, I've been watching from afar. He doesn't say a whole lot to her. Doesn't say say anything super like detailed. But then he says, oh, he's here because as this is going on, John's decided that oh, since since my dad, because he sees him flying in as well, he thinks he's his dad. So he yeah. decides, oh, it's time for Superboy to help. So he, he runs off into the alley. Perry is shitting himself because he's lost John. And yeah. oh, oh Mike Rachel's gone. And so he he's gone up the building, and Joel. So the actual end of the issue is that Joel goes to John, and Joel's like, hey, um, I'm your grandfather, and uh, you know that this world's quite bad. How, how do you like it on Earth? How's Earth? It's like, yeah, it's yeah. okay. What if I told you there's a better place on Earth? And he's like, oh, there's another planet we could go where you won't have to hate who you are. Uh, you know, it's not just that little shit Damien from the, the Bat <laughs> the bat family. Yep. You can have people like you that you can talk to. And we'd sort of end with this cliffhanger of he's trying to seduce Damien, not Damien, sorry, John over to the the dark side by showing, hey, look at this planet. This, this almost Legion of Superheroes-esque shot it, of all these characters. It does look like that, doesn't it? It did. So... I thumbed through this issue, right? I never thumbed through them, but I thumbed through it. And I get to that last page, and without seeing the context, <laughs> I, I dropped it. I was like, no. No, I can't get two in one week. There's no way. And then I read it. I was like, yeah, well, it's not the Legion. It's just Legion-esque. So. But Legion. I got excited for about ten minutes. But you know what it is? Yeah. It's, it's just a hint that John is going to join the Legion one day. Yeah, well, he has to. It's Superboy and the Legion. Exactly. We've had Supergirl in the Legion. We've had Superman in the Legion. And it's time for John to have his, you know, He's got a time. step up. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, let's see, the whole reason that the Legion with Superman was around was because he kind of needed friends. And John has friends. You know, he's got Damien. He's got the Titans. Yeah, but he doesn't have any time-traveling friends. No. And who? Yeah, everyone needs time-traveling friends. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, the, I still think there's more to Jor-El... He, then oh yeah, I'm, I'm expecting like, a swerve. I am up, and obviously like, uh, the suicide bomber. We find out that you know, he even says in front of Lois, uh, yeah. Oz told me, like Oz, Oz showed me the way. Like Oz yeah. is behind this, he, and the woman who's like sort of like is talking to him before he goes in, she's like doing more stuff for Oz. Like there's there's people doing things actively yeah. for Oz's plan for Jor-El's plan. Now obviously uh, yeah. Lois doesn't know that Jor-El and Oz are the one and the same at this point. Uh, yeah. Presumably she will find out uh, uh, soon. But yeah. uh yeah, so so yeah, it makes sense that Joel was going to go after John. It, it actually makes a whole lot of sense that that was kind of the path yep. this was going to take. Uh, we saw that in the 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 Zod arc when he came and helped out John. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he brings that up. He's like, I recognize that voice. You're the one who helped yep. me in that issue. So, uh not that he said that exact sentence because that'd be weird if a character said, "Oh, you helped me in that yeah. issue." <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I like this issue uh, more than the last one because the last one was very much just Joel telling his story, and it was very kind of, yeah. you know, it was fine. It had some interesting ideas, but it was 
very kind of just this one story he's telling him. Whereas yeah, this issue I, had a lot more tension and action. I mean, Lois was involved, John being involved. I, I felt like it really advanced things for me. I, I feel like this arc has improved every issue because the first issue I was a bit like, yeah, okay, it's just about the reveal. But mm. other than that, I didn't think the issue did that much. And then the second issue was like, okay, it's better. It's it's giving me some details. But like you say, it was kind of just here's a story. Whereas this felt like, no, we have a plot. We have events and actions to do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, art was just fine. I, w- I wouldn't say I, I loved it or anything like that. It was, it was kind of serviceable. Yeah. Um, yeah. Certainly out of the book so far, I'd say this is the weakest of the art uh, that we've oh, talked about. Yeah, out of um, the three. Yeah, obviously yeah, Capullo but... was killing it, obviously. Uh, yeah. And Barrows does a really good job in Detective. So, yeah. um, I just, that, that reveal on the final page, I just, it looks so great. Yeah. That's a great yeah. image, isn't it? And you can see yeah. John as, as as like you know he's 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 putting the crystal into like sort of showing yeah. this world and stuff. Like he's, John's like eyes are lighting up at the possibilities. Like, like so, yeah. he's thinking that he's gonna take John back to Krypton, right? Like that's what he's talking about. But Krypton don't exist no more. Well, no. So is he gonna try to re- think that? No, it's this no? planet with all these heroes he's looking at. This isn't Krypton. Okay. Why, would, why would these people okay. be on Krypton? Well, because they're all flying around like it's like they're you know they yellow didn't, sun. People don't fly on Krypton. No, they have the powers well, because of the yellow though. sun. They've all got legion rings, and we just don't see them. No, I just. At, at least right uh, now, I am under the impression this is either a fake planet that doesn't exist. Yeah. He's just making it look like it exists, or yeah. it's a new planet we just don't know about yet that happens to have yeah, because, people on it that can fly. Because you're talking about Oz is chosen, you know. Mm. So like. That's why I'm wondering if he's just basically gonna do this whole Ra's al Ghul wipe everybody out. Yeah, it sounds now. like that. It sounds like he's yeah. gonna have like a he's, he's selected some people who are followers yep. who'll help him, but he's gonna wipe yep. out the rest of humanity. Which of course yeah. Superman's gonna have to stop. Uh, of course. But it says next issue the, the fate for Superboy's soul. So you know it certainly sounds like the next issue is Clark's gonna have to try and convince John. No, wait, he's a crazy old man. Don't listen to him. Um, right. I'm sure that's gonna go well. And I also I feel like, yeah we're obviously going to fight at some point naturally it's going to happen but I, I think the big thing is that I feel like Clark will ultimately have to re- realize and maybe what will tell him that this isn't really Jor-El it's just no like it doesn't matter like you wouldn't be this bad it, yeah see I, I think it's kind of more interesting if it is really Jor-El though like if, if Jor-El got perverted and twisted in that sense see because... I hope not because for, for me saying that Jor-El's actually alive like has Jor-El actually survived yeah. Krypton for me weakens the backstory like it's just, it's yeah, just... I, don't, I don't know I like the idea of you know the, then you have the, the ideal and the memory versus the present reality yeah but he's not Jor-El in the present is that who Jor-El would have been had Krypton not exploded you know what I mean because yeah, I... It's just, it's one of these things where I feel like every time we reveal a new Kryptonian survived, I'm like, you're just diluting the premise of Superman. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like Supergirl, I like Zod as the, the villain from Krypton, but you know, well, once you start... the Phantom Zone, like, it's all yeah. built in there, but like, the fact that he was plucked out before, you know, he was completely dead from, from the planet that exploded, I, I still feel like there's more going on there, and if not, then I feel like it's a wasted opportunity. I, I well, more going on in the sense it's a swerve. I don't. I still think it's going to turn out to not actually be Jor-El, at least yeah. not our Jor-El from this same timeline. I mean, no, I, I think that's probable as well. I just think it could yeah, actually be interesting yeah. if it was. I can yeah. see the. I can see the potential. I see why it works on paper. Why, why, like a writer writing a story goes, oh, I can see the drama that comes from this. Yeah. Uh, for me, it just. I, I'd rather not. It just fundamentally as an idea, it just doesn't sit with me because I feel like this this changes the entire this, the basic. This, this would be like 
you know, back when they were teasing, you know, in the build up to Batman R.I.P. that Bruce's father was alive, like that had to yeah. be a swerve because if they turned out no, he's been alive this whole time, that would have put a, just a bad taste in my mouth. That they did mm-hmm. change the the, the the genesis of who Batman was. This is kind yeah. of the same for me. Like they, they can't just change the genesis of who yeah, Superman but, but, is. But I don't think it does change. I remember anything. for like a month during R.I.P. though we all thought that Hurt was Thomas Wayne. You know what I mean? Because the way that they handled it versus here. Where we're thinking like, oh no, it's probably not actually Jor-El. Yeah. Just because of what's going on. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's just a taste. You know how it convinced me, Connor, because it's just a taste thing. Like, it doesn't matter no, how no, they no, justify it. I don't it. think it does physically change anything, though. Because nothing changed from when, what what Superman believed and that it doesn't change the, the reality. Well, either way, I don't think jor is sticking around past one oh, sure. more issue. Yeah, but uh, like, I just think it should happen. It, if, if he gets vaporized by Manhattan... By that blue glow, then we'll know something's up, and you know. But if if we see something else, like there's another Earth, you know, with a different Superman on it, mm-hmm. then yeah. I mean, this is what's great about the multiverse. So yeah, I, I think there's, there's there's fixed points in time, almost like Doctor Who. There's like fixed yeah. points in DC continuity that should not be messed with. Uh, in that sense, yeah. that's, that's that's kind of why we don't like New Fifty Two because it, it altered some things. Like oh, now Clark doesn't have parents anymore, or you know. Yeah. Like his mother didn't survive until he was an older man. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, those are some fundamental well, that was, things that strike me the wrong way. And in, in the first arc of Booster's first series that Johns co-wrote, that was the point of one of the issues. He tries to go back and save Barbara Gordon from getting, you know, from the Killing Joke. And mm-hmm. Rip Hunter keeps telling him that's like that's set in time. That's like concrete. If you go before that time and try to change things, she's still going to end up in that wheelchair because that's a fixed point. Yeah. And, you know, so there's precedent for it there, too. All right, that'll take us on to Wonder Woman number 32, James Robinson writing, and Sergio Fernandez Davila, or Davila, on art. Which Uh, is concerning in itself, because that means this is a fill-in already. Because this was, you know, when we were told about this arc, when it was announced, mm -hmm. we were told Robinson, Pagulayan, and Lupacino. Yes. So, already... Where's Randall Pacino? Yeah. Norman. Yeah, it's... Uh... Although, although with the shipping schedule, if they... Because he's only doing the six issues, right, Robinson? If, if they do two so. each over that time... Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'm just a little concerned that we were told, you know, it's these people on you know, six issues that far in advance we were told, and now right. I get to the second issue, and that's changed already. I, uh, I feel like this is all just covering up... Plans change. Reveal. Yeah. In in Dark Side, and I feel like Johns wanted it to be this big story, but then when Rucka came in and did his whole thing with the lies and the truth, it kind of was like, oh well, none of this is really as important anymore. Yeah. So I'd, yeah, yeah, the art the art's a bit more spotier here. It's like I think I think the costumes look good, but I think the faces suffer. I was constantly yep. feeling like Wonder Woman's face was looking a bit weird. What, and... what I want to know is why do we have Clark Kent as a doctor? <laughs> I mean, he's a spit curl. He, 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 exactly, yeah. he has everything. Yeah, uh, that that's a fair, that's a fair thing. Uh, this issue was kind of a, a, a weird mix for me. I, I was liking the first like chunk of it, the first half. I, I liked basically everything until she actually went to find the twin brother, and then it kind of like dropped for me because the actual twin brother reveal just felt really. I don't know. It's just one of these cheap comic it's... book reveals, and it's like. 
I don't know. He, he's been here all this time, being a fisherman. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it really... The whole blood of a god thing, it's seeming like it... It doesn't mean as much as we thought it would. Like, we got the Hercules, right? He's the Hercules of legend. And we see all of his stuff from all his trials. But this dude is just a fisherman off the coast of Greece. And then there's hundreds of other of Zeus's sons and daughters that have been killed by Darkseid that were just normal people. Yeah, you know? I mean, that plays in quite nicely to the, the actual Greek mythology stuff yeah. where, you know, there were so many of, of the kids and some of them yeah. were like Hercules. Yep. Some of them, like uh, Dionysus, became gods. Right. Others, you know, nothing. Just but, did but just their lives. It's going to do this thing, I think, with Wonder Woman that what makes her so special isn't that she has the Zeus blood, you know? It's the fact that mm. she was raised on on Themyscira the way that she was. Do, do you, know, you know, the ending for me, like, that shouldn't be possible from one page, just one, one full page spread of seeing a character for the first time. But I just look at that page and go, this guy is going to be such a dull character. He looks boring as hell. Uh, There's just something about dude, him. When, I get that vibe. When I thought that Hercules was was the brother, when I thought he was Jason, when you see him as a lumberjack mm. and he's cutting stuff down, and I was like, oh, this dude's cool. I want more of this dude. Uh, and then, like what Pete just said, when you get to this, he's like, oh, he's got an anchor, like, hoisting it, it, it up by himself. And he knows about her? Because I, I almost feel like I know where this, the way this is going. He's going to be like, oh, I'm happy to finally know my sister, and blah, 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 blah. But secretly, there's these evil intentions the whole time. He's going to turn out to be a villain, they're going to have a fight, and that's going to be it. Look, uh, all I want out of this story now is for him to swing that anchor and smack someone in the face with it. Yeah. Sure. Tell me that's not going to be cool as shit. Yeah. Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know. Like, I, I like no, the... Yeah, I, I agree I with everything like... you say, though. Yeah, I, I feel like he should have been more. The fact that we get, like, Wonder Woman coming out to Man's World, you know, I feel like he should, if they wanted to make him cool, make make him, like, the the man version of Wonder Woman in the way, like, he does good in the community. And they still could do that. But right now it just seems like he goes out and fishes every week, brings it back, sells it, and then goes... Because, you, you know, Joe, Joe, I think it was just how easy the fit... Because I, I think I was enjoying the issue... I like, I like the action at the start. I like them like discovering all these dead yeah. gods, all, all the sons yep. of Zeus and all that, because you know they're, they're rebuilding Dark Side, uh, yeah. and they're, they're doing all this stuff. I, I liked all that stuff. I liked the fight. Uh, you know, Steve's got his team there. Uh, yep. And by the way, I, I do know the uh, the song that the Scotsman was yeah. singing. Uh, what was it? Uh, it's a song called Loch Lomond. Uh, Loch Lomond. Okay. Uh, he starts uh, off. It's a great whiskey, by the way, Loch Lomond. Oh, is it? Uh, you'll you'll take the so high road. So, do you guys just go? Do you guys just go singing that everywhere you go? Is that how you know it? Like, uh, no, no, it's, okay. it's, it's not like that. But it is played. No, like we all whistle Yankee Doodle all the time. Like, but, uh, you guys seen this one? Yeah. Um. So it's high. Just in case you're curious, the end of the verse that he's the, the chorus that he's singing there is. So it's, you'll take the high road. I'll take the low road, and I'll be in Scotland before you. That's the that's the end of that sentence. Just in case you were curious wow. where that went. That, that's I, I, I such a letdown. I figured there'd oh, be I'm a so ride, sorry. But no. Okay. Uh, Alright, so fine. Bait my shade. There's, there's definitely something going on with, with this guy. The the lawyer. Like. Oh yeah, he's, he's managing yeah, yeah. Hercules' estate. Yeah, well, this is the thing I was, I was about to say is that I, I was okay with it when she was going to the house and she was reading the letter because I thought, 
oh, maybe they're going to play like a mystery where they're going to have to, she's going to really have to go hunting for him. It's going to be this like, you know, who is the son? Like, I almost, that, that for me is maybe the one thing that would make it interesting and fascinating would be if, oh, she never really can quite find him or it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. Like, you know, who is he? Is he hiding? Is it is all these things? Right. And then she just gets to Greece. She goes on, flies over to the ship and is like, oh, hey, you're my sister. <laughs> yeah. It just feels so disingenuous. I don't know. It just it fell flat for me at the end. Yep. No, I agree. I'm kind of going to go wait and see what they do with it next issue before I, you know, completely condemn it. But I mean that that final page is the is the worst part of the issue for sure. Yeah, hmm. I will tell you what my favorite part of the issue was when she's walking around Greece with the trench coat on, but she's wearing her tiara like a headband. Yeah, and then I, I like that. Except again, this is uh, I've got a few few problems with the art. Oh, a few things to to praise as well. But one of the ones that my problems is. Where she's walking around in the trench coat, the boots look gigantic. They look so clunky. They look like wrestling boots. Like <laughs> they, they look so massive. Much. Yeah, when you see them yeah. any other time in the issue, they're like yeah. you know they're sleek. Yeah, that's but funny. but the second part of my thing was when she decides that she's going to go out there, she just rips it off and she's wearing her normal clothes, and then she just lowers the tiara down. You know, yeah. and she's Wonder Woman. Like, yeah, it's... I like that. I like the transformation. Yeah. As much as the boots look a bit funky, I do actually kind of like yeah. the idea that she just got a coat over a regular outfit. No, I, I like it as well. I just it was it was the boots were a bit weird. I feel like I don't yeah. see that that often. I feel like we saw that in the movie. The movie did that a oh. lot, where she had like other stuff yeah. over the top of it, and then yep. she would just like take that off and okay, it's Wonder Woman time. But, but it, yeah, it reminded me of her bombshell design too, because she wears like the handkerchief up in her hair, yeah, like a wrap. Yeah, yeah, she does. So like. It was just, I thought it was a cool visual. And then the little girls, they're on the beach playing around and they see her take off and they get all stoked. Like, yeah. I, I think, cool as much as we don't see much of them in this issue, I think it's kind of confirmed what I was thinking getting in when we first heard about this twin brother Jason <laughs> and all the rest of it, was basically that I don't think he's going to be very interesting. And so far, no. I'm kind of, like, th- this arc is going to probably be a drag for the rest of it because I don't think he's going to, because I like the Grail stuff. I like, you know, you know, yeah. baby dark side which by the way they confirmed in this issue this takes place after metal because after, she re- she yeah. referenced seeing baby dark side in metal yeah. yeah so to be fair to them they covered they cleared that up they made it clear uh, i mean i thought it was yeah. kind of fairly obvious anyway yeah yeah i mean we, we did say when we talked about it yeah oh, it must be set after that's fine but it just felt like such a conflicting little thing where it was so different from when we seen them just like a couple of weeks before in metal number yeah. two uh <laughs> It just—it felt like such an odd moment at the end of that issue. I wonder when just to show us this, like you know, more adolescent-looking dark yeah, I side. Uh, I still get Kid Apocalypse vibes. I can't. Yeah, I can still see that. But at least here they are—they addressed it. She actually referenced. No, no, I saw him like you know yeah. not that long ago. Uh, so we know Wonder Woman doesn't die in metal. Then not that I was expecting it, yeah, but well, just in case. No, it's <laughs> like any other crises. We we know things will will get back to normal, one way or the other. They'll. The scars will be emotional, if anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so so like some of the action, like some of the, the mystery building up to it. But then once it actually hit the final, like three or four pages of them in Greece, and then the, the actual brother, I'm not looking forward to th- this plot. I, this is going to be like another three or four issues of probably stuff that I'm not super thrilled about. See, and that's then... the thing. I, I, it depends how they treat it. Do they yep. do they treat it as if he is super interesting? Because she doesn't know yet. Like she doesn't know if he's like oh like who he is. It's 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 a it is a mystery to her still. So it depends how they play it. Kinda, Are they, do they play like the they're supposed to really care. Of Wonder Woman having a loser twin brother. I kind of like that. Like 
Yeah, I could do more, but like, I got the fish, man. I'll tell, I'll tell you this. I feel <laughs> it feels like any episode of a TV show that ever did like a plot like this, where mm-hmm. there's a character from someone's past who seems important, but you know they're going to be gone by the end of the episode, and they, they never become interesting for the duration of the whole thing. Yeah, nah, I get you. Do you want an example, Connor? I could give you one from a certain TV show. No, I don't. I don't need you to reference a certain TV Arrow. show. Arrow. <laughs> no, it's not Arrow. Is it Arrow? No, it's not. It's Arrow. not Arrow. It's a certain hit television show. Yeah, hit television show. See, now you've got to say it because now the audience who doesn't yeah, follow the other stuff is like, "What the hell are they talking about?" Matt, like we're, Matt. Talk- we're talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Matt. Oh, are you about this the, this prick about makes. This prick no, not Don. And Don was a one-episode thing. Don, yeah, Don was a permanent good. fixture. Yeah, Don was cool. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Oh, uh, dear. No, it's yeah. just this This prick here makes a point of making references to Buffy. Uh, you know, stretched references as well, I might add. Just at any point he can in every TV review. You're sounding like this is bad, but, I mean, I'm going to hear about... If you, you'll, get, you'll get sick of it after you know the, the eighth one in a week. I I much rather hear references to Buffy than to Twin Peaks. So, oh, I'll, is that I'll a challenge, Buffy. Matt? Because I'll drop Twin Peaks references as well. because no. you were doing that when you're watching Twin Peaks. That's Anytime true. someone's drinking coffee, you'd bring up Twin Peaks. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't it was like, like co- a mania. I don't like coffee, but I have to get excited about something to do with coffee, so I, I just kept it to Twin Peaks, and all of a sudden, no, I'm interested. It's, it's, true. it's it's when I was at the, the, the convention a few weeks ago. Like every year, there's kind of like an unofficial theme where all the artists kind of pick something. Like no, They don't mm-hmm. converse about it and decide this. It's just like every, it's, it's kind of on the, the collective minds, and you know, like the, the year of Doctor Who's 50th, it was, okay, Doctor Who was everywhere. The year of the first Guides of the Galaxy, it was Groot. Yeah. There was two things this year. Twin Peaks and Pickle Rick from Rick and Morty. If I never have to hear anything about Rick and Morty for my entire life, I'll be fine. I am looking forward to watching season three. I've not watched it yet. I'm a fan of the first two. Uh, I'll be excited about it. I just, I'm tired of hearing about Shadows Wand Sauce. I'm tired of seeing Pickle Rick. I just, I don't care. Um,. I'll just just what one I'm just such a grumpy old man. Just because I, I saw am. this today, I'm just going to tell Cara about this Twin Peaks thing. I saw a, a, it was a Blade. I did it to myself. It was a Blade Runner poster that was photoshopped with Nadine in the Harrison Ford spot, and it said Drape Runner. Oh, Enjoy so that. I, yeah, I, do what you're going I with don't that. get that, but I'm going to laugh anyways. And that's out of sync again. We 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 did it. We knocked yeah. him out of sync. He's he's, he's unhappy. Yeah. All right. So, so, so I mentioned some of the art things that that I had yeah. in this. Oh, go on. Yeah, I was going to move on, but yeah, to feel yeah. more. Just quickly, one of the problems is uh, during one of the the early fight sequence, she's using the lasso, and it looks so weird. Like it's all bent and it's twisted in points. And it's like it's not this smooth thing like we normally see, and I didn't get it. It just looked wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then the, the, I mentioned the boots. The two things I really liked. One was the the page where she's reading the letter, and you have all the the Hercules exploits going on in the background. I thought that looked great. And the other one is is right at the end, just before the last page, where she's flying with the, with all the birds. Yeah, mm-hmm. our face looks good in that that page, though. Yes, it, it does. does. It does. But I, I like the the image as a whole. Yeah, yeah the image as a whole is fine. It's very majestic. It's just her face kind of. That was, that was earlier on when I was saying the suit looks good and some stuff, but the, the face doesn't. That, that was the one I was thinking of, where the yeah. suit looks great, you know, it's flowing and it's just the material looks good, colours are great, but then her face just has this weird kind of like, you know, it's, it's sort of, her chin's kind of out, so it's looking up at her sort of neck and the, the 
where the yeah. mouth and the eyes are looking just kind of feels a little bit static and lifeless. It's it's, it, it's just it really bothered me with the lasso as well though. Like why why is it? We've always seen this like you know it's it's perfect. It it doesn't bend and it coils really nicely. Whereas this, it just kind of looks like a mess. Hmm. All right, uh, that'll take us on to The Flash, number 32, Joshua Williamson writing Christian Deuce on art. This is the second part of the current arc. Uh, oh, sorry, the first part of this arc, sorry, I'm thinking of another book. Uh, this is the start of the Iron Heights uh, thing. Um, yeah. So, you know, good good fun. Uh, admittedly, it's worth mentioning that the next issue is part of the, the first part of the, the next Metal crossover we're starting at the end of the month. So the actual next... Because this is technically titled as a one-shot before it goes to the actual arc afterwards. Uh, yeah, but it's, it, it's one of those irritating ones, isn't it, where... It's the first I issue. I feel like this could have been planned a bit better. It, it, it's the first issue. It's, in the trade, this will be the first part of the trade, because it just is. Yeah, but it, it feels like this could have been a different issue, unrelated, yeah. and then we got this after the break. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so what this is, this breaks down into kind of two chunks, basically. Uh, first chunk, Barry and Wally, uh, that's new Wally, uh, out, and Wally's trying to like sort of help him sort of contain the negative speed force. Barry mentions that uh, when he's running with other speedsters, this is something we learned in the first arc, back at the start of the run, is that uh, when two speedsters are running together, the speed forces kind of connect and they kind of... They sync up. Yeah, they sync up. And because of that, uh, Wally being around is helping him keep his negative speed force sort of side at bay. And, uh, yeah, so they're, they're, you know, stopping jewel thieves, thieves and uh, mm-hmm. cracking Wally's cracking some puns. But we see things that aren't quite okay. Like They're, they're good when they're on the job, but as soon as they turn into like you know, regular people again, it gets kind of awkward. Barry feels like he wants to ask about Iris, but he can't. He feels awkward about it. Uh, and it's kind of setting up where they are but of course the main bulk of the issue is uh, Barry and Kristen are now working on uh, Iron Heights and they go out there and what I'm liking I think I'm going to like about this arc is the idea that we're setting up that a lot of the rogues are going to be a supporting cast because they're all kind of constantly in the prison you know we we see August is still there he's fighting Heatwave and Captain Cold's around his sister's there uh, Tar Pit's there there's a ton of them Uh, Murmur's there which that was always a I kind of want to. I'd love a flash history course of all these Wally villains, how they interacted with Barry, because we we haven't gotten that since Barry's been back. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's kind of the only Flash, because yeah, Wally West is back, but like, what were his exploits? Like, was he ever Flash? Were these his villains? You know, I don't know. I'd like I'd like to know these things, but yeah, I, I like seeing a lot of those John's era villains pop in. Nice, no, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so obviously a lot of it's this debate about how he treats the how, how Wolf uh, treats the prisoners. Uh, he basically he's like he doesn't believe in redemption or rehabilitation. He's just like no, we're here to punish them. We we intervene only when things are getting far too out of hand. Otherwise, we let them beat the shit out of each other. There's all yep. these things. The the new office is basically a prison cell, uh, which you know Kristen of course is delight, delighted about. Uh, she is not cool with this. She at is, all. She is, she is not a happy camper. Yeah. She is so passive aggressively rageful towards I mean, Barry. It's yeah, great. It, it has the nice setup as well, you know, where he's like, "Oh, at least we're here, we're here," and then he's like, "Well, at least we're not in a cell." <laughs> and then, yeah, oh dear, mm-hmm. nice. oh dear. Uh, so they set up that stuff, and I think the one notable thing, uh, other than all the fun villain stuff, uh, a August of course recognizes Barry. That's why he actually ends up losing his fight. But also the mm-hmm. fact that so we have that dynamic going forward that you know Captain Cold wants to know why does August know Barry. Uh, but we also have Barry's attitude feels a little bit off, where he kind of agrees with Wolf that maybe these people don't deserve yeah. a chance at you know uh, rehabilitating. They deserve to just be punished. 
Uh, I wonder if that's some well, negative Speed Force kind of influence. Yeah. Like, but again, it's kind of like the people at Arkham. Like maybe y'all need better locks because I get Arkham's an asylum and not a prison, but like once you get the rotating door, maybe you guys got to rethink how you do things. Well, so that's, while, that's while why. I don't, that's why they've got a new security. Wolf mentions that uh, they've got new security, yeah. and but Barry's like, "Yeah, this place used to have a higher turnover rate than Arkham did." Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. This whole thing with Barry being like this, it kind of plays into this whole like it's it's from probably from the negative speed force stuff, but I'm kind of over all of this whole dark Barry stuff. I'm bored of it. I want mm. Barry to be Barry. I think we'll. I think we'll probably get there relatively soon. I don't think it's going to be dragged out too much longer. Um, oh no, because I feel like I've had it a bit too long at this point now. I think I was okay with it in this issue because it was it was legitimately just kind of this one point. Like the rest of the issue, he felt pretty Barry like. It was. It was just. Yeah. See, that, that's why it stuck out even more though. It made it more notable to me because it was mm. like well, I thought we were kind of over it. I thought he was. Oh, he was getting back under control, and then oh, we wait. have this. We're not over it until he's got his, his regular suit back. That's when we know he's yeah, over I it. Know. Or, or that bright light. I mean, no, that's coming because in metal, he's got the regular suit. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, you could use that as a yeah. evidence. Uh, so before we get to the the ending, though, obviously we'll set that up because I, th- I think it's connected because uh, Copperhead apparently been a. Uh, running a crime organisation in Central City. Yeah. And the reason why she's been sort of going on notice is because she's, she's deliberately not using super-powered villains. She's not drawing the attention of the Flash. She's working yeah. completely underground. Uh, and she's pissed at her henchmen for using Black Spider at the start of the book, which got the Flash's attention. But sh- the reason that she's really pissed, though, is that there's a secret other criminal boss who's taking over the city, and she doesn't know who it is, and it's really upsetting her. So she kicks the guy in the pit of snakes... Uh, and we get a close-up panel of the a snake bite, which, you know, eek. Gross. Yeah, gross. Mm. Um, but, of course, I think it's connected to the ending, because I've got a funny feeling this, this rival crime boss is actually who shows up at the end uh, and reveals herself to Barry, and that is Mina uh, from the mm-hmm. first arc. Uh, what, what was her uh, uh, speedster name? I, I was forgetting as I was reading this. Because she had one. Well, in that, in that thing, I think she was just Black Hole. Because of the, the organization. No, 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 before that. No, you're right, she did have a name, didn't she? Yeah, in the first oh. arc, she had, she had a speechster name. Uh, that's bugging me. Connor's looking it up. I um, am, because it's bothering me as well. Yeah, and now, now I think she may just be Black Hole, but she, she definitely... Because yeah, the next arc's called The Rise of Black Hole or something to that effect. Yeah. So, uh, Fast Track. Fast Track, there we go. I, was, I knew she had a name. Yeah. She had a hero name. Yeah. Also, so. the name of the turtle in Captain Carrot's Zukuru that has the speed force. And sure. you can play about me making man. Buffy references when he's bringing this shit up. DC continuity, bro. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt is the, the master of the deep cut. He is. He really is. Uh, did you enjoy this show, Matt? Connor is obviously yeah, a little bit Yeah, no, it was, it was good. It's But I'm more on Connor's side. I'm kind of over the dark very stuff, and I'd like to that's get back fair. to it's a, th- a more it. traditional Flash story. I think I think it was what... mostly a good issue. I just I, I got to that point, and I was like, oh, I forgot this was still going on. I think I think <laughs> I dug it quite a bit because it was more because it was less about Barry, more about all the the, the new status quo, him in the prison, him with all the rogues around. Like I'm liking this this setup. That's what I was that's what I was digging about. Yeah, I I mean if they they could have done this too without the negative stuff. Like they could have wrapped up the negative stuff 
whatever, and then had him go to Iron Heights. Oh, they kinda, could, but I'm sure, like, I'm actually, I'm pretty, I'm, I've, I've got a rough guess, actually, as to how it might wrap up now, actually, and I think that's why it's not been wrapped up yet. I think it's going to wrap up with August. I think, because August already was kind of a dark flash, I think that, that you know, it's going to be a conf- confrontation with him that's going to spark the change. It's going to mm-hmm. make him realise and get over it. That's what I think is yeah. going to happen. That's fair. Did, did no one else think it was a bit weird that Cold was like, oh, how does August know Barry? And it's like, well, you know, they're both cops. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think... Would that I, not be the logical assumption at that point? I think yeah. maybe it's more the, the fact that the, the reaction that he got when Barry he saw Barry. He, he knew it was more than that, I'd maybe guess. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's not just that he knows him, it's like, no, he means something to him. He's reacting to his presence uh, beyond just, oh, I know that guy. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's fair. It just it, it was just phrased a little bit weirdly, I think. Oh, I think I got it. I think it's basically just you know there's a history there. I want to know that history. Um, is basically mm-hmm. what he's saying to him. So I uh, no, or saying to her rather because it was his sister. But uh, yeah, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, that's that's fair. I, I enjoyed that more than Wonder Woman. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, more hopeful yeah. going forward than this flash art that I'm in that Wonder Woman arc. I don't know. I still enjoyed the issue of Wonder Woman. As a whole, more than that issue of Flash. Mm. Go, going forward for the rest of the arc, admittedly, mm. I, I wouldn't say that, but I think issue to issue. Wonder Woman had higher highs. Flash didn't like dive nose dive for me at the end, though. So Flash takes it for me between the two. Fair enough. All right. Uh, That'll take us on to Mr. Miracle number three, Tom King, rating Mitch Gerrards on art. Uh, so are you ready for some dark emotion and depression? Depression Because, jeez, yeah. uh, the Christmas story. I mean, there was me thinking that nothing was ever going to top the, uh, the, the, the the dead dad Santa story from Remlins. But here we go. Um, <laughs> we get a new one from uh, Old Granny Goodness. I kind of knew where that was going, just the fact that Granny was saying it, but I didn't know it was going to go to that place. Oh, it was super yeah. dark. Like, yeah, so, so Scott's telling this story to Big Barda, and she's not even listening, she's asleep. But he's, yeah. he's, he's getting this off his chest. He's like, you know, it's nine panel grid, he's like in bed, and he's just kind of... And it's actually, he said it over... Uh, basically, Orion is insisting that they go and dig up uh, Granny Goodness and decapitate her because he wants her head on display. You know, kind of like a savage. Like, he's, like, going full, full yeah, dictator and like, here. Here's, here's my thing with Orion. I, I'm not that familiar with him before. But if I'm just judging off of Mr. Miracle, this dude is not okay. Yeah, like, I, I've I'm, never seen him as that much of a dick. Because, like, his yeah. whole thing was, you know, he, he always fought his nature of, of being yeah. from Apocalypse. And, he, you know, he overcame it to become yeah. know, a, a, a son of New Genesis. I, th- I think that's a plot point, though, and we'll get to yeah. that later. I think there's a yeah, reason yeah, yeah. for that. Mm. But uh, I'm just saying, like, if I'm an Orion fan going into this, I'm kind of upset. Because, holy crap, in this issue, the stuff that he does. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he's, it's he's, brutal. He's pretty dark. But as this is happening, as we're getting these, it's like three or four pages of just, like, this constant digging in, picking up the body, and then you know, cutting off the head with, like, a saw or something, whatever it is. But he's telling this story uh, that Granny Goodness used to always tell him at Christmas about this kid, um, what country was it? Netherlands. Netherlands, uh, yeah. when it was Nazi-occupied, and yeah. how 
that, that this kid was in, in class and the, I can't remember what the story the teacher was talking about, but uh, it was about uh, needing a place to hide. Uh, and uh, yeah. I was talking about the, I was talking, that's right, it was about the Bible. It was the, the nativity. Yes, Christmas. Uh, Christmas, yeah, that's right. I just uh, blanked, okay. But he was talking about how they needed a place to stay, and the teacher mentioned they were Jewish. And he's like, oh, they could stay in my basement. And they're like, wait a minute, why is he saying that? Uh, it's because his family was hiding some Jewish people in his basement. So, yep. you know, they, they showed up at the house, they, they shot the father, uh, the wife and children, including him, all went to camps uh, over time. And then it was only a few years later where he eventually went to a, a gas chamber. Right, and that's already like super dark. Like you know, shooting the parents yeah. in front of him, dark. Going to the gas chamber, dark. And then, he's, and then the final little capper on it, he didn't even die from the gas. He he died under the pile of other bodies as he was trying to get out. Can we point out at the time of this, he is seven. He is seven. Yep. Yes. On top of all that, he is seven. And then at the end, Grand Goons would say, <sighs> "Merry Christmas." I was not prepared for this story. This is the start of the book. This was the first like three or four pages. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. what, what, what? You know, even started. It was talking about Jesus, but Jesus. And and on top of this story is them digging up Granny Goodness and decapitating her. So like, not only can you not is there not like art that's doing the counterpoint. It's like. You're getting a double dose of it. Do you know what I found very interesting about what was happening in the background? You know, all the, the mm. stuff with that. It was, it was doing the uh, you know the video static thing that we yeah. saw yeah. in the first the tracking issue, lanes, which implied to me mm. that Scott was experiencing this. He was seeing it because that's how yeah. you know we 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 went through his mind in that first issue. Mm-hmm. He was seeing things like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's interesting if he's seen this. Yeah, it could just be he's thinking about it later on. Like this happened earlier, be, yeah. and he's he's thinking about it. But yeah, yeah, maybe there's more to it than that. Maybe maybe there is uh, more going on. And it's just he gets up to get a drink of milk, and uh, you know, Forager Bug uh, shows up, yep. and he's there to tell him, "Hey, Orion's going a bit nuts. He's basically like murdered or let like so many of my people be murdered." In this war, some of them are basically being sacrificed uh, in like you know yep. no win scenarios. Six and a half million. Yeah, yep. and apparently the next plan that he wants to do, which is invade Apocalypse, will kill three times as many, four times as many. And right. he's like, we don't want to follow him anymore. But you know, you when you the the, the this, you know the, the the patrols you led, your your regiments, they were the ones that survived the most. You're you're the best leader. We want to follow you. Uh, and he's like, hey, Bug, come on, like, I'm not, and he's like, no, seriously, you, uh, but then he says this really ominous thing at the end, but if we're following you, then Orion is dead. Right. It's a very mm. ominous way to phrase it. Well, uh, well, then... Go ahead. I, 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 I was going to say, and then Light Ray, you know, pops out of a boom tube and disintegrates yeah. the poor bastard. Well, and he also finds out that Orion, so the Bugs... We're just kind of like, hey, no, we're not okay with this. We're tired of being the front lines for the gods. So they brought the queen in and then decapitated her and put her head next to Granny Goodness's. Yeah. It's like, or and it's else. Just, yeah. And so it's kind of like, well, Orion has become Darkseid. And yeah. they, there's this and- conversation later of Darkseid is, what does that even mean? And yeah, he's, 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 he goes back to bed, and what I yeah. thought was very interesting that you bring that up is that when he goes back to bed, it's the first time he actually he, he hugs Big Barda because before he was just kind of lying next to her, but he actually he, he hugs into her, spoons essentially, and says "love you," 
and it's like two panels later is the first time you know it's the one and only time this issue we get that that all black yeah. panel that says dark side is and it's yeah. almost like the moment he goes for comfort the moment he's like oh i want to feel yeah. better about life i want to feel better that things aren't all bad he goes to hug yeah. big barda and then that's what it's, it's just it's still there dark side yeah. is and so, something i thought that was really telling from from light ray is that he says that the bug was instructed specifically not to go and speak to scott mm. so orion's afraid of yep. scott what is he gonna escape anything right like yeah. so yeah, but, but whatever if, plans if that orion skip... has for him like we've we've seen this that like he wouldn't kneel Right. Yeah. And he had that in that last issue. He just stared him down. I think though, and, with with the bugs being such a bulk of the army, though, he's afraid of Scott overthrowing him. Right. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, he has he has a he has a thing the next day. He, he obviously at lying in bed after Dark Side as he actually says Dark Side as people say that, but what does it even mean? Is it you know? Is it nothing? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people think it just people just think it sounds cool. It sounds cool. And that seems like a really big. Uh, Meta commentary on the first issue where yeah. you know it's like did he did he put that in just because ah oh, it sounds cool and, uh, you know yeah. it'll get people's attention. And, and uh, but in in doing that though, it can mean anything. Like going forward, like because yeah. three issues into this now, this is definitely a story about depression and how it affects your life. Yeah, and I, I all think the stuff that it brings with but it. More, more, so, more specifically, Matt though, I think just to hit the the theme of yeah. this character. Is the feeling of trapped, that, that right. feeling of trapped that comes with depression. Because you know he's an exactly. escape artist, he's trying to escape. That's kind of the, the right. whole thing. And and so we get we keep getting talked about the you know the paranoid pill. Like there's this we don't know who's the captions are coming from. It's like this grand narrator, and we keep going to there. So you know, like Pete just said, he's he's trapped by this depression. That's what Dark Side is. Is it's any time that he can feel comfortable he's kind of reminded about this. And so that whole first issue, we kind of just see him functioning at life. And here, you know, so it keeps interjecting the dark side is, but here things are getting, you know, a little bit more sideways. And how does he respond as he keeps trying to ignore it? And then it pops up and then he kind of, he's in this self-realization. He's like, well, what does that even mean? What What is this? And he kind of just goes on and we see him do that, this death trap that he gets out of, you know, uh, and then is having dinner or lunch on the street, you know, at this little, little sidewalk cafe with Barda. And I thought that scene was real, a lot of fun. Yeah, the, the, the scene with Barda, uh, you know, because, again, they have this kind of touching little moment where they, they hold hands, but then he pulls his hand away, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know, this isn't about me, what I did to myself. Uh, it's like he's not really sure. He's kind of confused about it, and it comes up mm-hmm. in the next scene when he goes to see Orion, and he demands to talk to him. Uh, and Orion just wants to see him one-on-one, doesn't want anyone else there. Yeah. He's like, hey, Highfather told me this, and obviously we know, we know Barda mentioned that Darkseid had the, the anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, I think it's in us, I think it's in me, and it might be in you too, which is maybe going back mm-hmm. to, that. maybe that's why Orion's acting the way he is. If, you know, yeah. if, yeah. if he's been... Because like, one of my favourite panels of the whole book here is uh, when you, it's like he, he says this for the first time, and it goes to Orion, and he's, he's, you see his reflection in the in the glass. He's, he's looking out the window. Yeah, yeah, I love that you see it's the it's the negative as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because obviously that, that plays into anti-life being the negative. Yeah, it's it's yeah. really cool, and I, I like the idea because obviously we started this book with a really dark, you know, a suicide attempt, and it's like, yeah, well, what if, what if that is to do with the anti-life? Mm-hmm. You know, what if, what if it is in them, and that's what is causing him to do this, and that's what makes him feel trapped. Uh, mm. It's, it's yeah. an interesting idea, and uh, that's the entire last scene where 
he he tries to tell him this. He tries to tell him they need to do something, and and Orion just beats the shit out of him. Yep. Yeah. Just stomps in his face repeatedly. It's really violent, and then yeah. he just says, "Have you ever seen the face of God?" He pulls off his helmet, his mask, and he says, "This is the face." Of it. And it just says that repeatedly. The last page yeah. until the narrator it's, comes it's in. It's stuck on a little bit of a loop, isn't it? Yeah, and it, yeah. It, yeah, it goes to the bad video effect with the tracking lines and stuff. It's it's almost yeah. like you almost think that he maybe just said it once, but then Scott in his head yeah. is just replaying it. I think that's exactly what it is. It is it's you know on an old videotape where when you played it too many times it would deteriorate. Yeah. Mm. That's that's what this looks like. He's playing that moment so much, and it gets worse every time he plays it. And, yeah, you know, I, it's it's just ruining the image. I love that. Uh, I love that the young folk, because yeah, because it's actually feasible at this point that we have maybe eighteen-year-olds who have never looked at a VHS tape and are yep. you know are you know watching, listening to this show, and they're like, oh, I'm glad you explained that because we we have never touched that. <laughs> I I can also when I read that I could feel the hum that you got when you put in the <laughs> yeah. VHS. Yeah. You know, it, so they're doing a really good job at that. There's also another line where Scott's picking himself up and, or he's laying there and Orion's like, look at me, brother. And he's just like, you're not my brother. And it's, it's again, it's, they got swapped. And even through all the darkness, Scott has risen up and become this, you know, person. Mm. And, you know, whereas Orion basically got treated the best way and he's become this monster. Yeah, and I think and, this whole idea of the darkness inside and fighting the back, I think that's the point of the, 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 the lunch scene yeah. where the, the girl comes up and is like, hey, you're, you're Mr. Miracle, I want, can I get a photo? Oh, and you too, I love Big Bird. It's like, it's showing despite yeah. all this darkness, there's actually, they are contributing something good to the world. Like, yep. this, this girl is delighted to see them and they pose for this little yep. photo with her. It's actually, like... It's very, I very like it a lot. Yeah, I've, there's very few times where I'll see what, what looks like a panel that's an Instagram post and mm-hmm. a and a comic book and smell about it. But I did. I genuinely felt like no, like they actually do put good things into the world, but they're they're dealing with such darkness inside them to fight through yeah. it. And I think that's where the whole idea that this book is about fighting depression. It's about fight, fighting mental yeah. illness. You know that 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 metaphor, that analogy, really strikes through. It's yeah. like you he's, do contribute he's really to the world. Perfect for it. Yeah, you know because. He's the master escape artist, Plus, but he's having trouble. He's wearing a Batman but, shirt, so is, you know yeah. he's gonna—he's just gonna well, because Batman is way through. Well, I—I just, I just feel it's Tom King connecting his, his two <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah. That, that's just that, but but also that's another character that you can use that with. I mean, as much as I love Superman, you know, uh, if you want to talk about someone rising up from the depths of depression, I mean, that's Batman and he motivating mm-hmm. himself. You know, so that that again goes in line, but yeah, through through all of this, it's Scott Free is like kind of that perfect character yeah. to touch on these because he is fighting a war, and and people that are going through depression, you know, they need to know that people have their back, like Barta has Scott's. Like no matter what we see in this, she's always right there for him. Yeah, and you know, you make people smile. Is that is that, that's what it boils yep. down to? That scene is that he makes this girl smile, and that. Like yep. he contributes something, and I, I think, on, on, so that's the, the analogy, that's the the meta kind of like mm-hmm. message that's going on the subtext. But I think the actual text, just the idea of the evils within, and like the idea of dark side is is like within them, mm-hmm. and if if that's the anti life equation, if it's not, whatever. But like yeah, you can't you can't ever completely purge it, but you can learn to deal with it. It's that, the feeling of yeah. dread that it's evoking. I, I think I yeah. said this in one of the last issues that it's very. Uh, cosmic horror lovecraftian almost this feeling of dread where it's coming for you something something interesting i've just been looking at you know the 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 dark side is you know Mm -hmm. the black panel Mm. there's the only one in this issue 
Civil unless, Starship. I'm, unless I'm miscounting, it is dead center. Like, to the panel, it is the center of the issue. It is at oh, the center of everything. Uh, well, it was only one yeah. last issue. I feel like it was later in the book last issue, though. So I don't it know if that... It was later yeah. in the book last issue. But here, it was like... Yeah, it, feel, it feels like, no, Darkseid is... is, the, is You know, it's at the center of everything. This blackness is... Mm. Is the... Is... is, is what, what he is on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I like that a lot. That's a, astute. Astute, mm. Connor. It's, yeah. it's easy to count when they're... When it, to the panel, yeah. it's so easy to count when it's all in nine-panel grids, yeah. I, every, every page is the same layout. I, I, I can't uh, credit the, 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 the user here, because I, I was just saw a tweet I saw randomly some point in the week, and it was just the way it was phrased was really interesting to me. They were asking Tom King if eventually the book would break away from the nine-panel grid. Uh, and the way they phrased it was, you know, when he breaks out of the comic. And I went, huh. Yeah. And I thought, it, it does the nine-panel grid almost act like a cage on each page? Yeah, if you look at it's it. very much like bars, isn't it? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, is that when it finally breaks away? Is when he... Oh, like... man. When we get a full... Sorry. Go yeah, 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 go and see. That's just, yes. That's not what I was going to sort of like... get to. Yeah, but when we get because you just talking about it made me realize it, and when we get to a full page spread of something, it's gonna mean so much more than kind of like we were complaining about Detective. Like every other page is a two page spread, and yeah. yeah, it looks pretty, but after so many of them, they lose their impact. But here, if we just keep getting nine, nine all the way through, and then boom, there's one in the middle of issue like eight. It's going to feel huge. Especially if it's like a heroic moment or maybe a self-victory moment where he realises he can fight yeah. back. But, you know, when yeah. he realises hope's not all gone, like, that could be a really big yeah. moment. And I think you said there, you know, it, you know, it loses its effect. I don't think this does because it has a purpose. This, you know, we see yeah. the yeah. purpose of this nine-pound grid. Whereas the oh, double-page yeah. spreads just feel like, you know, they're for big spectacle and they kind of lose yeah. a little bit. Also, even just even if this, this whole idea of breaking out the comic is, is you know, nothing, if, that, if that's vapour... I think just the nine panel grid. One, it's a very simple p- layout that works. It doesn't feel flashy, so it doesn't feel like you're using no. a gimmick. And then secondly, it, because of the way this comic is, it, we've talked about this in the previous issues, and again here, with him like in bed, shuffling around, with him getting up and taking the, the drink of milk, and it's like, oh. it plays the beats of the moments where you, you feel the actions between like each panel. It, it, it makes everything more. feel like you're just going through the motions. Because everything's oh. the same. It's like, you know, you're just watching, yeah. you, know, like where, you know, where he's climbing up the tower. It's just mm. back and forth like, on yeah. either side of the, the, the ladder. And that's it. It's just that for a page. It emulates and... time. Like, you feel the time passing because it's going yeah. through it beat by well, beat. And, and like Connor's saying, like I'm saying when, from what I've heard of people with depression, it feels kind of you're just going through the motion. So they're making you... Ex- Gerards and King are making you go through that with Scott. And you can't get out of it. Because like Pete was saying too, you're trapped. And I think and that's actually... trapped. And I think that's yeah. the best thing about the book is just the feeling it evokes as you're reading it. That's what's there so strong. It's just... It's, you... Goddamn. There's these books that you kind of read and you're like, yeah, I liked it. But then when you talk about it, it makes you like them more. And that was yeah, definitely... Yeah. Remember issue. that first issue when that was like, yeah. I, mean, I really like this. Yeah. The more I read it, the more I like it. Like it's... Or the more I talk about it, the more I like it for sure. Mm. You know, and I liked it. I was really high on this issue coming in. But just talking about it with you two as we go yeah. and... You know, no, I, I say that about you know certain TV shows all the time that we cover. It's like no, I enjoy watching it, but when I talk about it and think yeah. about it, mm. you know, I enjoy it even more. Yeah, yeah, there's definitely, definitely stuff like that that we we, we hit, and 
this is this is one of them and i i think it often ends up being some of the better stuff that feels that way because it's, it's usually because it's been a bit more subtle so you have to think about it but once you hit that point and you get what it's yeah. doing it feels so much more satisfying because you had the, to get there it's the depth and the layers to it yeah. isn't it they didn't just hand it to you in a platter. You had to think about it, but it makes it feel rewarding when you get there. And, and and the fact that the guy writing it was half of the team that was making Dick Grayson butt jokes throughout <laughs> Grayson, too. Just like, and, and was probably responsible for him doing the James Bond theme. You know. Oh, that through, was through definitely him. Yeah, like given his CIA background, that was yeah. definitely king. Like, the fact that he's telling this deep story with the new gods and, you know, it's so dark and brutal, but also there's these super nice light moments like the Instagram thing. Yeah. Like, it's it's insane to me that this is the same guy, so. Yeah, and his Batman's been going from strength to strength, so. Yeah. And, and obviously, Gerard is still killing it as well. We oh, yeah, the yeah, art's well, on the art. beautiful, yeah. Um, you know the way he jumps between styles for whatever moment uh, it, it's really incredible but, yeah and it still feels consistent yeah because like home life's got this blue cold color and then when he's like in the apocalypse it's this deep red but then when it's like he's performing on tv it's just a sort of more pastel kind of vibe to yeah, it yeah and then you've got all like the, the video effects you've got the, the the pop art dots at times yeah it is very very well thought out. Everything's got a purpose. Everything's chosen very specifically for a reason. You know, you never feel like, oh, this is just because it'll be cool. It no, this has been thought of as a, a thematic reason why this this page has this style and not that page. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, no. Uh, so, Mister Miracle is fantastic. Uh, by all means, if you if you've been not jumping on it, give it a try. Give it a try. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's been Definitely. doing well as well. Like issue two had multiple printings. I think three. I don't know if it's been announced yet, but it will probably have a second printing. It it deserves them. Yep. I mean, alternatively, you could just say retailers just order more to begin with because have yeah. some goddamn faith. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but there you go. So that that is Mr. Miracle. That'll take us on to something a bit lighter. Uh, Supergirl number 14, Steve Orlando yes. writing, Jose Lewis. Uh, Matt sounds very excited by this. Now, the plot of this issue is... It's it's kind of a winner. It's like before the next arc, Supergirl is still like overpowered from the the, the gun thing that mm-hmm. uh, Emerald Empress uh, shot her with. Uh, or was it? No, it wasn't her. It was Selena, wasn't it? That was Selena. That did yeah, the but Emerald Empress, it was her plan. So yeah, yeah, same, Just same, go along with it. Same difference. Uh, but because of that, and she's with Superman at the start, and there's a little joke about her getting a cat. By the way, that needs to happen. Get a cat. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for this plan. Streaky. Hello. Like, yeah, yeah. I opened this book, and this is the last book I read of the week. And it's got Supergirl and Clark and Crypto just sitting there. Yeah, like, and uh, she's, she's getting advice perfect. because she's she's you know her powers are too strong now, and she's like asking for advice, yeah. and he's like, yeah, well, there's not a whole lot I can do. I I feel like you know, this is this is maybe outside my realm of expertise. This has never really happened. I mean, I'm sure, I'm not saying it has never happened in a Superman comic. I'm sure someone's going to find an issue from Action Comics somewhere yeah. in the five to seven hundreds where this happened, but. He doesn't really know what to do, but he's like, no, nah, I know someone who might. This feels like it's less of a, a scientific thing and more of a yep. spiritual thing. So she goes to Shanghai, meets Keenan, and goes to Master Yi Ching to balance her qi. Yep. That is this yep. issue. She goes and talks to him, and he tries to like tell her to like focus and really, you know, get, get, get at peace with herself so she can control her powers yep. that way. And that's what, that's what the issue is. And there's some fun callbacks. There's a callback, of course, to All-Star Superman, where when she, she's, like, focusing, you see behind her, like, her, like, pushing the big, like, sun thing that he had, you know, the big... Yep. 
uh, you know, the, the big push. lever that from so yeah. that, that that famous panel from the end of that that story. Like there's, there's callbacks mm-hmm. to that, uh, and yeah, you know, it's it's a really I, nice little idea. And I like how I Ching breaks down the Kryptonian symbol on her, you know, the S. Mm. Is you know, Kenan's is the what is it, the Bagua, however you pronounce that. Yeah, the Bagua. But it's, it's the, the like the Dharma wheel type deal. You know, and then he talks about hers as like, you know, yours is a path from the ground to the heavens. And you need to do it in reverse. You need to go from the heavens down. And she can't figure all that out until the main plot of the story happens where, you know, a rocket red lands in Mongolia. Which that was another thing. I've never read so many different colored text bubbles. I know. That was so comic. funny because obviously they've been doing this thing where in New Superman... Yeah. The regular text is black, and that's in that's in Mandarin. Yeah. But when there's an English speaker, it'll be blue. But it's flipped. Whenever New Superman is in another book, it'll it's, be flipped, and yep. it'll be the blue is the Mandarin. Then right. that's sorry. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, he's allergic to to talking about different languages. Uh, so then this Mongolian shows up, and he's got the like orange text. And then yep. what, what was the fourth color for A the Russian? Russian? Yeah, purple. purple yeah, it's so we had, we had we had four colors of dialogue. That was a really confusing couple of pages in a fun way, like just sort of like, okay, who's yeah. talking what language? Who's talking here? But it also kept track of says sometimes I'll get lost in word bubbles just because you're reading those without looking at the art mm. at the moment, and so you get lost who's saying what. But here you knew because of the color coding. But you know this rocket red gets shot down over Mongolia and his suit explodes because that's how it operates. You know. Uh, they don't want to lose. The Russians don't want to lose their their tech, so it self destructs. But the Mongolians who weren't involved with it getting shot down, even if they did do it, uh, think that he was a bomb and is trying to to hurt them. So there's this big mob scene, and Kara gets, uh, you know, she hears it as she's trying to learn to focus with with I Ching, and you know, and, and through this interaction with Rocket Red, she she kind of learns how to walk from the heavens down to the earth, which is kind of Superman in a nutshell. Yeah, you think she's, about it? She's, like, bit, she's, yeah, she's ready to like fire her heat vision off. She's getting angry, and then she's like, no, yep. I need to calm down and not do that. Because that's the thing. Yep. Clark, because he's always been, like, he grew up on Earth, he's among the people, yep. he's always been kind of down to Earth, whereas Supergirl's never really been down to Earth. Like, even in her own book, like, since the start of Rebirth, like, she's yep. she's annoyed by having to do things in school. She's like, you know, she breaks the, the car pedal when she yep. tries to drive. Like, she's not really down yep. to everyone else's level, and, like, she's, it's not natural well, for her. Yeah, I mean, she's a teenager, you know, and came kind of into age on Krypton. And so she, she has all of these different, like, like she's a fully developed, I don't want to say human because she's Kryptonian, but you know what I mean. Versus Clark, who's here as a baby, and he developed under the yellow sun. So there's a little more control there. You know, it's like when you go to pick something up and you don't realize it's so flimsy mm. and you end up flipping it, you know. Uh, maybe that's just me. I don't know. But, maybe. But or, she- or I'll go to throw one of my, my nieces... You know, as we're playing around, and she'll potato sack me. So, you know, it doesn't go as expected. But, but yeah, I really liked the, her interactions with Keenan in this because he is such a doofus, even in his own book. But in here, you know, she kind of realizes that, but it's still, she has an open mind to what he has a lot to say. So, yeah, yeah uh, it's uh, all around fun issue. It was fun getting a second dose of Keenan this week because uh, obviously New Superman is yeah. the last bit we're going to talk about. But oh. uh, so, so he's here. He's like, there's some fun little moments where she's like, "I, I can't just let that because each thing's like, no, don't interrupt your training. Just stay here." So like, no, I can't just leave yeah. the chaos. There's people in need. So right, mm-hmm. Keenan will come and you know keep make sure I'm okay. He's like, "I will. Oh, I will. Yes." Yeah. And then he, he walks yeah. out. It's just a fun little moment. 
Yeah, it's Keenan. And, and I, God, that character. I got to, man, that guy. I hope he sticks around a lot longer. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I, I, that was the thing. Uh, there was a tweet from uh, Gene, I think it was Gene Lung Yang in the last couple of weeks yeah. where he said, oh, issue 18 was meant to be the last issue. But then, and then there was like a panel that he posted with all the shocked faces, and it was like, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe it's outliving what his original intended run was. And see, and that that makes me feel good that I felt I was picking up on. It felt like he was heading towards an end game, mm. you know, the last couple. But again, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to New Superman uh, about what he's doing there. But yeah, but yeah, he's he's just a great character that I never thought would work. I thought when he introduced him at the end of Rebirth, I mean, it turns out it was Emperor Superman. You know that that got mm. introduced there. I felt like it was just him not knowing what to do with the character because it was ending. So he's like, "Oh, I'll do this," but it it feels nice to know that there's this whole new character he's able to bring to the mythos of Superman that's really completely different from everybody else. You know, yeah. not just because he's Asian. It's is, is it's it... the fact like he's we're watching him come into his own. He's you know, just one power at a time. He's a unique character that it kind of he gives he fills this new role in the family of super characters yep. who who are you know are, are a proper set of characters because we have Superwoman as well. Yep. You still there. You got Lex Luthor who's kind of you know more of an ally now. Like you've got this really yep. sort of well-rounded group of misfits that, that are all kind of different, yep. and he really st- stands out as being you know as he's not the same as Lex even. Lex is you know this this former villain yep. turned hero. He's not the same as Steel who kind of stepped in to try and help when Superman was gone, and he's not the same as Lana even though. The, the, He's probably the closest to Lana in the sense that they were both human yeah. first and then got powers. So they have they yeah. have that kind of in common. But Lana, of course, was always a lot more confident. She's a lot smarter. Whereas Keenan is this goofball. He is this idiot. And he's becoming better through his powers. So, uh, But before yeah. we go into Superman... He's a rational, yeah, he's a rational confidence guy. You don't know why he's so confident. Yeah. Because he doesn't do anything right, but that's not going to change his, his mind. He's still going to do things. So before yeah. we go ahead and Superman, though, just to uh, cover the ending of this uh, Supergirl issue, because it sets up what's, where it's going next. She gets back to uh, uh, National City, and Kat's yeah. like, Kara, get in here, and like, her and Ben come in, and they're like, right, well, after all, you know, the city's split in Supergirl after all these recent events. You know, Half the city are not trusting her, including me. I'm not happy she took keep these secrets from me so yep. uh i'm going to devise a plan it's going to stay just between us because i don't want supergirl to know what's coming which of course you know wink wink yeah. haha she's in the room uh oh cat so yeah so so cat's going to launch uh some sort of campaign against our next issue so we'll, we'll see how that plays out which i'm kind of i'm kind of excited about because it's not i mean i'm sure there might be an actual villain that will pop up but i like the idea of just having like a sort of cat's the antagonist there's not actually a villain to punch for you know the yeah, main plot of the issue so it always works. It's kind of J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man, you know, mm. like it, it's that type of vibe. And also there's man towards the end of those scenes of her, like, I don't know if she's meditating, but just focusing and she, she's just washed out in the light. And yeah. then you get to the last page and she's like meditating over the city with the sun coming behind her. And it's just, it's such a great image. Cause it's like, yeah, cat's going to try to destroy me, but she doesn't know I'm there. I'm not going to be too worried. Yeah, it's very, it's very super character. Uh, I did quite enjoy the art, by the way. Uh, so did I. It's um, fantastic. I think the cover she's got, she's got that weird uh, stomach thing in the cover, but otherwise, in the actual book though, yeah. uh, it's very nice throughout. And I will say those variants on this Supergirl book uh, recently mm-hmm. have been very nice. It's a digital artist who's doing them. I don't like those as much. I'm into I, them. Um, I, I dig them. Yeah, my shop gave me that one instead of this, the the main cover. Uh, I so. See. I, I went and swapped it back out. I just, you know, uh, it might look goofy, but this one has Keenan on it too. So that's fair. I you know, just, it, 
It's, maybe it's more of a required taste because it is a very different stick. I, it yeah, is a, it's, a, it's a different technique, but yeah, I'm into it. Uh, to, to each their own. But no, uh, colors are very nice, which has been very consistent with uh, Supergirl. I actually, I really like the uh, when they go into Cat's office and looks. She's got Supergirl on the screen behind her. I, I really like that yeah. page for whatever reason. Uh, there's something just very fascinating about she's staring at her right there with the glasses on, but behind her there's a giant Emmy jobber yep. with the blonde hair, and it just doesn't. Well, and it's, it's that thing is she's right in front of you. You just don't want to see it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. So no, uh, Supergirl. Pretty, pretty good issue, pretty good. So that'll take us on to our last book of the week, which is New Superman number 16, Jean Lun Yang writing uh, Brent Peoples on art. And, of course, we ended the last issue with this this big thing where Keenan passed out after fighting, uh, you know, New Doomsday, I'll call him. Um, yeah. And he woke up on what appeared to be 1937 Chinatown, San Francisco, with, you know, this, this you know... Uh, Fu on you, I think, was the name of this character from the old from the old detective comics, and uh, it's actually the the dark I Ching that's uh, the that's pretending to be him. And yeah, we have a name yeah, for him now. But... We do have a name for him now. Uh, the name is uh, Ol Yang. Is his name? Ol Yang. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if I Ching that's like the Ol Yin because they're Yin and Yang. Yeah. Remember I Ching, and... Matt. That's how you pronounce it. I Ching. That's right. Um, I did it all through the last book. This one just it threw me, but mm-hmm. it, yeah, like in the commentary here. Oh, I know. So they're, they're in Chinatown, and there's all these, and they look like the propaganda images from World War Two, and, and they're it's just worth, really nasty. And it's worth mentioning it, that the 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 art here is very old school. They very intentionally yeah. had a very old coloring style and an old, yeah, you know, in this sort of sequence and, in this Chinatown. Yeah, and so you see, you know, Keenan, he's like, what are those little goblins? And in comes this, you know, strapping white guy. And he's coming in and just starts beating on these these creatures. And then the All Yang's like, yeah, but this is all just an illusion. This is what it's really going on. And it's Slam Bradley just beating the mess out of these, these Chinese people living in Chinatown. Yeah, and, and like, that's how deep the commentary is, though, is that Keenan's like, yeah. yeah, what are these goblins? What are these creatures? Yeah, punch yeah. those awful-looking things. And then he realises... Yeah. And it's kind of this weird... It's a very meta thing, because this is how, back in those propaganda days, like, this is how they draw yeah. Asian people. And it's super racist. Yeah. And it's like, when he realises yeah. what the actual are, he steps in and, like, you know, takes on this Slam Bradley character. Right, um, and Slam Bradley, another... You know, who's... We talked about with Catwoman a couple weeks ago. Like, he's intertwined in... Batman comics, you know, and so the fact that this goes all the way back to, to detective comics and, and action comics of that time period, I just, Yang's doing something really special with just the comics medium in itself and with the Superman story, because this is kind of what comics were before superheroes. It were these white guys going into, you know, what they considered the unknown mm. and just wreaking havoc and everybody was okay with it. And it kind of dehumanized other cultures and so you have this whole entire book from day one that was like yeah we're gonna tell a superman story but in a completely different culture but it's still gonna connect with everybody yeah you know i never i've never felt alienated the fact that these are asian characters you know having exploits in china you know i've never felt out of the loop like people you know a, a chinese american in 37 i can imagine reading a comic book that 
was like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, the, the way they draw the, far we've come. the teeth and all the rest of it. That's just this awful stuff. Yeah. And just to point out the art, I mentioned the, the old style of art. Uh, Keenan, however, wasn't. Like, Keenan and all, all no. Yang, they're actually modern art, but everything around them, the art characters are all... Uh, old school. Old school. Until he focuses his, his key and he, like, enhances his vision to see what it really looks like, and then it all turns into modern art. So it plays with the art there quite a bit. It's really, really effective. Uh, and again, actually, very similar to Supergirl in a way, actually, which he was also in, amusingly, is that he yeah. almost uses his heat vision because, uh, you know, uh, all Yang yeah. wants him to kill this guy. He wants him to kill Slam badly. Yeah. And he decides to not. He uses his freeze breath instead, which is the first time he's ever used it, and he freezes his right. hands instead to like, stop him, and that's it. Right. Uh, but basically, all Yang wants to convince him that everyone else is evil, and he wants him to be the new emperor of not only China, but then take over the world, like the you know the dynasty right. w- w- you know would have wanted to do once upon a time. Right. Like he wants to like you know take over the planet, and but he's like, oh, I wanted to do this with the Emperor Superman, but he failed, so now you're the next best option. And, yeah, uh, Kieran basically says okay, but only because he finds out that Yi uh, Ching's been trapped. He's got him trapped in a different yep. dimension, and he wants him back. So he's, he wants to go along with it to get him back. Uh, but he also tells him of this. Uh, what was it called? The Red Jade the Dragon. Red- Right. Uh, which is where his power comes from. It's connected to his thing, uh, and the dragon on it when it, it kind of like fades into an S at one point. You, it's the same yeah. S on his chest, and you see the. the and same as the yeah the the big Ewa symbol too. Yeah. So I like that, and and it tied it into this German guy that was in Chinatown, and and all Yang you know destroys him, and from that he gets the red J dragon and shows Keenan what his his mission going to do yeah. is so I, i'm wondering if like this was just going to wrap up super quick like with 18 like we were talking about in the supergirl section or uh, if he added this now and this is the plot going forward you know i feel like this was this was always going to be here but maybe like yeah we've had two more issues to wrap it up um yeah but maybe now it'll be more you know you can decompress it a little bit you can do more things with yeah. it uh but I like it. And obviously he wakes up actually. After this he wakes up after he's agreed. And he wakes up in a tank. He's been in a coma apparently for a week in the real world. This has all been kind of in his head. But we, yep. we assume it's real. That this was all really happening. Yeah. Um. But I love that when he wakes up. Because this is kind of his death and rebirth after fighting Doomsday. He's in a black yep. suit with a yellow you know, version of his logo on the chest. It's a really yep. nice callback to like what, what it's kind it. of uh, doing. You know, and, and Ming Ming's happy to see him. The Justice League of China are happy to see him. Uh, they're all quite happy. They mentioned that the Suicide Squad ran off and, like, you know, the criminals yeah. are on the crab, all the rest of it. Uh, so he goes to see his mother, and she's happy to see him, but then she's not happy that he's going to go off and try and do anything. He's like, so she, she actually knocks him out and locks him in a cage, locks him in a cell. Yeah. Uh, but immediately, later that same night, uh, you know, Banksy and uh, Delane and uh, Avery all show up. The Justice League show up and break him out, right? We've got yep. so, Let's go and do stuff. Yeah. We, we picked up a signal that implied your thing might be in Metropolis, let's go there. And it's just, do you know what I like about this? Is it really felt over the last arc, where, you know, they got into the building, they were working together, it really felt like they bonded as a team. So them coming to yep. break him out, them jailbreaking him out to help him get his thing so that they can rescue Yiching, it really feels like it's, it's earned the, the friendship. It's earned this team yep. vibe. Because they still make fun of each other, you know, back I'm sure still going to, you know, take the piss out of him repeatedly and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But, uh... This was really fun, and then the, the big ending is is that they're flying in the the, the what was it he calls it the the BUV the Bat Utility Vehicle, uh, right? Which is flying version ar- two now. Yeah, which is flying around, and yeah. then it's like oh, there's something. There's an undetected flying device coming towards us. Uh, initiate what was it he calls it again? I just 
uh, mecha bat sequence, and it's basically a transformer. Yeah. Although I'm not going to forgive Yang, he put in a joke here where Bakshi says, "You know how much of a fan I am of those Michael Bay movies." No, bad, bad, bad he, Yang. He's allowed to. He needs a flaw. We we all like you know, we all like Baishi, so he's allowed to have a flaw of liking Michael Bay movies. Bad Yang, especially the Transformers. Yeah. It, it does look cool though. I, I like that it is basically a Transformer. It, it like it just is. Uh, but the, yeah. little, the little twist here at the end though is that what they shot down, what they thought was a hostile craft, turned out to be the Justice yeah. League. Uh, so that's what the next issue is going to be. It's going to be the Justice yeah. League of China versus the Justice League of America, but not really because that's a different book. But you know what I mean? The main Justice League. Right. Right. So r- real quick before we finish, I just mm-hmm. want to touch on Slam Bradley. So I just wikied him just to look. He he was the first star of Detective Comics, so that started in Detective Comics one in March mm-hmm. 1937. But he was created by Michael, Michael, Malcolm Wheeler Nicholson and Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. So the fact – and the cover, man, of the first Detective Comics is terrible. It's basically the scene that we just saw uh, play out with Keenan. Hmm. Um, yeah, so the fact, like, Yang's doing all this homework on top of it, and I feel more people need to read this. So, like, I felt like that before. But yeah, Connor. just wicking – Slam, just wiking Slam to see where you know how this fit in, and I found out that he was a creation of Siegel and Schuster as well before Superman. Like, I, I this, this is my now my my torch that I'm gonna yeah, talk I, about nonstop. I, I like that he is taking these things that are wrong things at a time. Absolutely, I mean, obviously yeah. the wrong things now if they did them, but yeah. he's like saying no, that this happened. It shouldn't have happened. But we're going to use it. We're going to say, okay, no, this is how far we've come. This is, you know, we have a proper book about Asian characters with good, strong Asian characters who get to do all these things, um, and the way he's using it to make his commentary, but also kind of connect to this this sort of darker part of DC history that we don't like to talk about yeah. because it is bad. It is, no. isn't nice. It's, yeah. You know, so. and, and it fit kind of in the same spot that we kind of wanted uh, Mr. Oz to be revealed as the original Superman. Yeah, kind of, actually. You know what I mean? And and so the fact that it's touching on that, too, I just, hooey. I can't, again, continuity wonk here. And the fact that he's playing with real life stuff to tell this story. That's and good stuff. so effort, effortlessly, it's really a, a thing. So if you're not, if you somehow you've, you've got this far listening or watching and you're not reading these Superman, go back and think the first trade's out now. So go pick that up and and go from there, definitely. Well, that's all the books for this week. We, we got through there. So uh, that'll take us on to our picks of the week, which, you know, we pick our uh, best art, best panel, best cover, and of course our top five books of the week. So uh, we start usually with best panel. So I'm going to go to Connor, who's been quiet since he didn't read those last two books, to uh, <laughs> say, tell us something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not my fault you stack the two. I don't read at the end. Hey, hey, I had you just read I, them. I had held Jordan in between them for that very reason, and then you said I didn't read it. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, that went. No. T- time is a factor that wor- worked against me. <laughs> it did this week. He had a coma nap on Thursday that lasted fifteen hours. It's because I didn't sleep the yeah, night before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your best panel of the week? Sticking with the the time theme, uh, I'm actually going to go with one from Detective Comics, and it's going to be you know Tim, future Tim at the end. You know, I can be free. Okay. Thought it was a a great panel. Okay, it's not bad. Matt, there's so many I want to pick. I can't. (laughs) This was a big week for me between 
metal and detective and action and Supergirl, new Superman. It's very tough, but the easiest one to go through is from Supergirl, the first panel of Clark and Kara and Crypto all sitting on a lava field, apparently. It's just a great image, you know? Cool. Um, I... I think I, I think I have to go with something for Mister Miracle. Uh, disgrace! Oh man, I thought oh, you were. I oh, love. Yeah, say. Oh, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Are you, are you disappointed that I'm not going with the funny moment that I love from yes, Detective? Yes, we are. That's After why, all yeah. that build up and all that shit you've uh, given me. I, I like was going to go with. Months. I was going to go with an emotional response to a to a moment. But if you if yeah. you would like me to go with the funny moment. The... I'll go with Mr. Miracle. That was another one that I left out of great panels, but you know, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's kind of a weird one because it's so much of it is very sequency. Like there's very little, mm-hmm. like just the one panel. I think it makes a bit of go, Matt. Uh, the the one panel that you can just sort of pick out and say, but I think it's actually quite simple in this one particular issue because I have that reflection shot of Orion mm-hmm. looking into the, the just out the window, but you see the reflection, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just. It's the the perfect moment. Uh, although part of me does almost want to pick the Dark Side this panel, which is really weird because it's just a, a panel saying Dark Side is. <laughs> but it's because of when it hits. It hits at the perfect contextual. time. It's yeah, yeah it's yeah. contextual. Uh, but I'll go with the reflection. I'll go with the one that's got the, the actual art in it. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, so best cover of the week, uh, Matt. You can go first. Oh man, best cover. This one's tough. Cause I didn't feel like a lot of them this week were that great. I was really disappointed in the uh, in the metal one because that's not the cover that I got. My shop, I guess, was all out of those. So, mm. um, shoot. I guess I'm going to go with... Uh, let's go with Mr. Miracle. I like that image of, of Orion with his... You can't Hell see his off. face, yeah. but his helmet's off. So, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, um... Yeah, I think I think I'm going to agree with that. I'll, yeah, not, not, there's not a lot of them that are standing out typically to me this week. Uh, so Mr. Miracle gets my vote for best cover too. I mean, I, I think that's a good cover, very good cover. But I think yeah. I'm actually going to give it to Action Comics. I think the you know the the split between split. the two of them. I think it's just a really nice mm-hmm. symmetrical image. Yeah, the two of who? Just to make it clear for people if they've not seen the cover. If you've not seen the cover, who who is watching this and, and isn't reading Action Comics? Well, okay, maybe they've not seen the cover. But still, they, they may not remember I mean, the more cover. More importantly, if they're not watching, if they're not reading, no, if they're not reading Action Comics, then I don't want to spoil anything. But they may not them. remember the cover though. They may, they may have read it, just can't remember what the cover. So is. the cover is it's a split image of Superman and Jor El or Cal and Jor El. All right, hey, I, I, I was being nice for anyone who who skipped past that section for spoilers. <laughs> okay, but it's just a, it's, a, it's the cover it's though. It's a cover. I know. We're not giving. It, there's not like a spoiler on the cover, man. I mean, just if they if they've not been re- up to date with action in general. Oh sure, but I feel like. Well, I, that's I, I, yeah, I think you have to accept maybe if the the, the covers yeah. are coming out. Like if you're going to, like you have to skip this section too. I suppose if you if just just for cover things. We're not going to spell what's in the books at this point, but yeah. Uh, well, maybe in the panels we kind of do, but that's about you know whatever. You, 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 at this point, you know what to expect. Okay, so uh, did I pick one? I did. Okay, so that case, we're on the best art of the week. So um, I hate to be boring and obvious, but you know what? Mr. Miracle still takes it. It is super atmospheric, it's super meaningful and impactful, different styles, all of it. We've said it, we've talked about it before. It wins. Yeah. Matt. Yeah. 
Miss Miracle's up there, but I really enjoyed Eddie Barrow's art in the double page spread. I know, you know, so that doesn't mean much because there's a bunch, but the fact of it was bouncing between this Days of Future Bats and the Oz realm and the real realm, like, uh, and the action sequences I thought were really well done. So mine's from Detective 966. I do like Days of, Days of Future Bats as a title. It's good, I hope they use yeah, that. Yeah. Connor. Yeah, I'm going with Detective as well. I, I really missed Barrow's his, his work and. I love you know those when it, when it does the moments and just lets the faces sit in the the separate effect. I love it. I think I'd have put it third because I think I'd have put metal above that as well. If I was, I like metal. I like metal, and I really like Supergirl as well. Supergirl but, was good. That'd have been like fourth for me. Yeah. Uh, not that we not we do top five art, but just in this week I've, I've kind of yeah. stumbled into it. Um, all right, so top five books of the week. Connor has. Oh, it's tough. I think I think Mister Miracle gets gets number one. Uh, two would be detective. Three, metal. Four, Wonder Woman. Five, action. Okay, Matt. Man, we we're almost on there, but yeah, one's Mister Miracle because again, came in not not. I mean, I liked it, but it wasn't my top book. But talking through it, I think it was. Two is going to be detective, but then three is action. Four is Supergirl 5 is New Superman. Yeah. So, no metal? Did you just get metal? No, it's, it's a tough week. Um, I like yeah. I was just three sure. super books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. My um, super books, man. Well, because last week you didn't pick Superman. You haven't picked Superman on a yeah. top five for months at this point, it seems. Yeah. So I guess you have to, have to make up for it this week. <laughs> make up for it where he can. Yeah. yeah. So action is doing really well right now because Superman is getting shafted. Uh, yeah. So, for me... We got a unanimous pick because I'm putting Mr. Miracle number three at number one. Uh, then I think I'll actually put Mel at number two, so that's, I'm different a little bit from you guys. And I'll put Detective at number three, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'd put New Superman at number four and Supergirl at number five. Yeah, yeah. we could do yeah. ties. I could I could have tied Metal third in there, but you know. I liked it. This was just a tough week. Like, I could have tied it third and then not make the top five. No, no, no. At five. All oh, right, okay. I could have tied it at five. All okay, right, okay. Yeah. I thought you said third. I'm like, that doesn't right. make sense. Surely, number Matt four. Matt just likes trying to bend the rules. He does. He's weird yeah. like that. I'm just saying, it, it would have. It was a good week for comics. You know. It was. It was a good week for comics. It was. Yeah. It was a fantastic week for comics. So. That brings an end to the show. Uh, obviously, I need to tell you what's coming next week, and then I will do my plugs and tell you where you can get us and contact us and other such things. So coming next week, uh, which is week three of October, we have uh, one metal-related issue, and that is Batman the Drowned, number one. What am I most interested in? Yeah, you need the, to know why the Aqu- it's a lady evil Batman. Yeah, Aqua Lady Batman is uh, uh-huh. who's in that. Uh, speaking of Aqua, we have Aquaman, number 29. We have mm-hmm. Batman, number 33. We have Batwoman number eight, Green Lantern's thirty three. Uh, is that the first uh, Sealy yes. issue? Sealy, fantastic. Yep. Called work release. Uh, Nightwing thirty one. We have Superman thirty three, Super Suns number nine, and we have Titans number sixteen. And then we're not covering them, uh, but we do have also next week if you are into them is Harley Quinn number thirty, Justice League thirty one, and Trinity number fourteen. Which actually reminds me of a bit of news that I just completely yeah, forgot about. Yeah, I was about. just the same. Yeah. As soon as I read Harley Quinn, I was like, oh yeah, the the, the creators are or not the creators, but the, the well yeah, the creators, but. You know what I mean? Not, not the right, creators the of Harley the, Quinn. The, the but creative the, team. The creative team, yes, of Harley Quinn is leaving. The married couple. Oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... yeah, Palmer and Connor are leaving. I yeah. think it's getting replaced by uh, Frank Thierry. Hmm. Yeah, you also missed Green Arrow, 33, out this week. Uh, 
Did I? Yeah, you skipped over and went to lanterns. Oh, that's just yeah. missing on my list for some reason. That's weird. Oh no, wait—is this the first month? It's not double shipping, though. Uh, oh, it's on previews. It's, right, it, no, it's, no, it's fair it's coming up. Fair enough. I've just. I'll yeah. tape it in. So you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're just a, a goddamn that, disgrace. And I think Palmiati's also—you know—we talked about it and the booster Flintstones. They had the backup of the Jetsons. Uh, Jetsons books officially coming from Jimmy Palmiati. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know we only had one metal book this week, but it felt it was big because it was the main book. Next week's going to be weird only having one, but the week after yep. that, we actually go back to having a crossover as well as the one-shots at the same time, so we'll go back to two a week of metal stuff, so oh, that'll yeah. be fun. Uh, but there you go, so that's what's coming next week, so look forward to all that stuff. Uh, you can, of course, let us know what you thought of this week's books in the comments below. Uh, get us on Twitter, at DC Comics Podcast. Uh, so that's cool stuff. If you want to support the channel, or support the podcast more specifically, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash mailedfuzztv. Uh, you get the monthly bonus episode for me and Connor. This month's episode is going to be Batman The Long Halloween, which is coming later in the month because we're sort of timing it for, for closer we to want, Halloween. We want to get as close to Halloween, Halloween. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the first two episodes are you know from the, the last two months, so you can check those out. Um, uh, and of course you get to vote in week 5 uh, sort of when we do a trade or graphic novel for those uh, so there'll be one of those in November so that's coming up uh, so some fun stuff there if you want to do that uh, especially since YouTube's messing about with us now mm-hmm. with uh, videos not being suitable for advertising so uh, that was a whole dilemma this week I know the adpocalypse I was loved uh, earlier this week it's just done in the principle Yes, and we can't be like Mr. Miracle and just escape away from it. Oh, oh yeah. It's annoying. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so, so uh yeah, so so go check out that stuff if you if you want to like help us out. Um but otherwise, yeah, uh, you can get me on Twitter at Wibble eighty nine. Matt, where can you get you? At Matt of Steel fifty seven. Connor, if for some reason they want to get you. Hey, I tweet lots of amazing things at Connor I ninety four. I'm struggling to remember what the last thing I tweeted was. was yeah. No, I know what it was. I was tweeting about Lost Dogs, the the Jeff Lemire book. It's incredible. I read it this week. Did it make right. you cry? Well, uh, yeah. Pretty. It's it's get there. All right. All right. Well, I guess that that kind of wraps it up. Unless I'm forgetting something, but I don't think I am. So that is us. Uh, so thank you once again for watching our listening, and we always appreciate it. And uh, yeah. So always remember, never get lost in the Speed Force, and Porgs suck. Connor Kent.